Hello, everybody. Welcome in to the Bits and Pieces podcast, episode 55, and it's a new year. <laughs> if you can't see, you won't be able to see this, but uh, Bacon has actually uh, uh, got a... Why don't they call it VTuber? I think, is it? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah it's, just a, it's just an avatar. Avatar, avatar. Yeah, as a cat. And, it, and his cat has got a pipe. Brilliant. Anyway, welcome into the Bits and Pieces podcast. And as I said, with me today is, as I've already said, is Bacon Sonny. Hello, Bacon. How are you doing? I am doing well, thanks, mate. How are you doing? I'm doing good. It's, uh, yeah. So here we are, 2023. Hopefully it's going to be better than 2022. <laughs> I mean, let's say the, the only good thing about last year was the podcast. Well, the, that's true. I mean, so that that's true. all you need. <laughs> As always, what we do on the podcast is we have spotlights that we normally talk about with um, games that we've played either just recently or some time ago. In fact, my my spotlight tonight is quite an old game that I never got a chance to speak about. But I want to do this just because um, I've played it most recently and uh, I think it deserves a bit of a mention. Um, and there is another game I want to briefly uh, touch upon. Um, Bacon, I don't know if you've got a spotlight for us as well, but... Um, um, I do indeed. You do as well. Do, so yes. Bacon's got a spotlight for us as well. Then we might have a little bit look at. Uh, well, what we might do is do have a look at the predictions for like next year, like the coming up and coming months of some games. There's some. There's a games list out which sometimes change throughout the year. What it usually does, but we'll look at that. And then there's some news as well. And if Beth arrives, she said she might be arriving. But if not, it's only going to be me and Bacon tonight. Um, sadly, no 3D show. Um, he's not he's not well enough to join us, um, which is a shame because he's not been able to join us for the last couple of podcasts. And then we said just prior to um, the new year, I think the Christmas episode. In fact, we um, we had we was fortunate enough to have two guests with us, uh, Quantum Kitty and uh, Banshee. You might remember that from a couple of weeks ago. But um, unfortunately, uh, the 3D show wasn't able to join us for some time. Yeah, but uh, we'll, we was hoping to get him in this week. But yeah, sadly, that is not the case. Hopefully, again, like I said, he will be joining us soon. So yeah, we just want to wish him well. And uh, yeah, hopefully we will we'll get the four of us in, like the four main main hosts. If you do want to become on the show and you want to become a guest, as, we, as with um, Quantum Kitty and Banshee did in a couple of weeks ago, then feel free to let us know. We do have a Discord. If you want to join our Discord, it is in the description down below somewhere. Or you can chat to us, message us. You can send us a whisper via Twitch. You can send us a tweet via Twitter. Our personal message is there. Um, yeah, contact us uh, whatever means you can. Um, that'd be great. Let us know when you can join us. You must be available uh, on a Saturday. We do live. The, re the live recording goes out on a Saturday. So you must be available for a Saturday um, evening. That We we normally do this around 9 p.m. Um, GMT, which is, I think, 5 p.m. Eastern. I don't know. Or wherever your local time is. I think we're now 10, 10 p.m. In, in Eastern Europe. So, yeah, if you want to join us, let us know. Um, in uh, however means you can um, and yeah we'll get you on we'll get you on the show and we can talk about games as we normally do if Beth does join us which we should get a, be a Beth's joke of the week which is uh, her little segment that she has I know everyone's got their own little segments and uh, which are sort of like building up to everyone having a little <laughs> you know their own respective <laughs> corners if you will yeah um, speaking VR. of I do have some uh, I do have a little bit of probably slightly more techie VR stuff than, than game VR stuff. I don't really think there's been much in the 
in the game VR side recently, but yeah, there's some there's some tech stuff. Good, uh, especially good, good. with CES yeah. coming up. Yeah, yeah, excellent. So yeah, I was just yeah, um, you read my mind. I was going to come come over to you and ask that anyway, but there you go. <laughs> so yeah, um, that's basically how the show is broken down. It's sort of um, in in its little segment, uh, as it were. So yeah, let's get started then. I think we should, well, do you want to start off with your spotlight first? Do you want to throw your card into the hat first? Or do you want me to lead with this? I don't mind either way. Um, uh, I'm, I'm going to let you do this one. Okay. Um, you crack well, on first on this one. So the game I'm going to talk about, like I said, it's, um, as I'd already mentioned, it's a, it's kind of an old game. It's come out in 20, 2016. I, I think it came out in 2016. I'm saying I think because it was released on Steam in 2016 at least. Um, but it ultimately it is a mobile game and the play uh, it is called Plague Inc. Evolved. Now you might have already heard it. You might not have, I don't know. But uh <laughs> um if you haven't, well let me give you a breakdown of what it is. It's basically you are a plague, you are a germ, you are a bacteria of sorts, you're a you're a disease of the planet, um, if you will. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's a strategy game. Um, as it's described in, in this, it's, um, Plague Inc. Evolved is a unique mix of high strategy and terrifyingly realistic simulation. Your pathogen has just infected patient zero. Now you must bring about the end of human history by evolving a deadly global plague whilst adapting against every humanity, everything humanity can do to defend it. So uh, you're going to get start off with this. You will start off as a bacteria and you the uh, the idea is like the way the game set out is that it's basically a map of the world and that, that's how that is that is all you have in front of you is a map of the world there are some tabs which you can click on to um again like i said it's primarily it is a mobile game but i've been playing it just i've been playing it quite recently on pc which is available from on steam um and where you could you not necessarily tap in the screen but you are using your mouse you can easily just that's all you're doing it's it's a it's a pretty much a one-handed kind of thing you know i, I was easy comfortably drinking tea whilst playing it was this you know it's a very sort of chilled game sort of relax as, as, as much as you can trying to destroy the world <laughs> if, there, if there is such a thing as being hey, if you're going to destroy the world you've got to be relaxed about well, it you might as well have some you know your your bickies and and tea whilst you know <laughs> whilst you're playing right so yeah. um but yeah, basically then you're as a plague, as a pathogen, you're as a but kind of bacteria, whatever um it is, because you'll start off just as a bacteria. Other other sort of types of germs do evolve as the game progresses. So the more scenarios you win, and you'd have to win them in order to unlock the next um set of bacterias and viruses which are available. Some viruses are more noticeable than others. It's worth mentioning, actually. But um, like I said, you start off as a bacteria. You need to find a country. Now, the country, obviously, you, you select somewhere on the map, on the actual, where the countries are broken up, obviously, in their respective way. And then when you look at maps, obviously, you've got the UK, Europe, uh, Russia, and uh, Africa. And then you've got the Americas. Uh, and obviously, um, and then you've got the South Pacific countries. Um, 
So you you choose your country. Now, depending on where you choose your country, can actually make an impact on the game. Because like, if you go to a a country which is let's say more of a third world country, like a um, country which doesn't have much means of um, financial support for detecting such viruses, then you're going to spread a lot quicker. You're going to get noticed less. You have less chance of being noticed, and therefore your your germs get spread across the globe. Uh, obviously, the the way it spreads across is either from human contact. You've got human contact. You can also infect. Like um, there's a way to develop your uh, your your bacteria to make it stronger against certain elements. So. There's heat, so depending on what's whereabouts around the world you are. So again, heat. Then you've got cold. You might want maybe if you go to say Greenland, which is a uh, actually quite hard to get Greenland. So if you get Greenland, it's that's usually a good um, strategy to get Greenland. Greenland and I think New Guinea is a place where they don't have much ways of transmitting um, because of like I think somewhere like Greenland has only a port. So you've got ports, so boats can travel in, in, in and out, and you've got airports, and you've got, um, I think there, obviously there's borders as well. So there's a, there's a limited amount of borders a lot of the time. Um, if you manage to get across a lot of the, spread it across a lot of the world, um, there's obviously borders put in place, and as well as um, obviously docks, so for your boats and stuff. So yeah, you gotta develop develop your your develop your plague to be able to withstand certain elements. So you 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 obviously there's with planes there's the circulation of air. Um, if it's able to, if you're able to increase its ability to withstand, like because planes can have straight away sometimes when whenever you start these, it's it, the game will say planes have found a way to lessen the impact of way in which germs are spread throughout the plains with boats it's water it's done via water so it's like uh, you know water um obviously because it's boats and air because it's planes so once you've managed to do that you'll make your plague stronger so you'll be able to get around you can also infect animals birds insects um like um livestock like that so that they can also help spread your disease your plague as it were um obviously human contact there's usually things that happen throughout the game as well which comes up as as part of a news feed and it will say that there's a certain event happening in a certain country like there's an international kissing day now you think about it kind of sounds silly but you use that to your advantage because then you know that people are going to use that particular day to actually spread germs you spread the you know spread that around so that's that's a good tactic to sort of like Oh right, okay. So that country, if I can get onto that country, I'll know that my my particular plague is going to spread faster. That's just part one of the of the of the thing. Getting the the plague out there can be relatively quite easy. However, the game has an automated uh, system where it will automatically develop certain symptoms. Now the symptoms. Uh, could be from anything from coughing to a rash to high fevers. Now, once now again, this is where it plays into that whole um, scenario of making sure that your plague is in a country which isn't 
equipped to deal with those sort of situations. So, like, you know, if you've got a rash, it's easily noticeable because it's on the skin. If you've got a cough, it could be easily noticeable because it's audible and people can, you know, more people, wait, what's going on? Why is there so many coughs? So a country will detect it quite quickly. So you want to spread your, in order to continuously spread your, your plague, you'll want to devolve. You can devolve certain symptoms. So, you know, if it's a cough, you can devolve it. Later on, you want to increase it to, to make it more lethal. You want to wait until everyone's affected. Ideally, I think that's the best way. I think that's the best strategy to do. Um, to do that, at least that's how I found it so far. Is um, spread spread the disease, get everyone infected. Once you've got their world affected, you then want to increase your symptoms so it's harder for certain areas of the medical and science world to start creating a cure. Once you have of course, once you have been spotted, a cure will then go into production. So some countries will say that they're now in production of a cure. Um, it's, so you've got to be able to find that balance of like spreading your disease. And then you want, this is, this is kind of an anti-hero game because you're, you're willing for the whole destruction of the earth, <laughs> essentially, is what you're aiming for. It was kind of bizarre in its way, in, in, in a way. Um, now, how do you get, how do you evolve your um, things? Well, there's little um, DNA points that will pop up now and again, and there's little um, icons that pop up, and you'll need to pop those, and that give you points to spend in your abilities to spread the, uh, the plague. You'll have points to spend in that section. You've got points to help you increase the symptoms. So like, like I said, those symptoms that you don't want to be discovered early in the game, you then you still want those to be able to become active later on, so you can spend points um, to make your your victims, as they were, um, suffer a little bit. Insomnia being a being a being one symptom as well. So obviously that slows people down because they're more tired. They can't sleep. They can't concentrate. So that helps spread um, your plague. Um, there are also um, ways that you could make your bacteria stronger against certain antibodies. So you'd make your plague a lot much more tougher to fight. When the cure has started to become developed, you want to be able to just slow it down. Of course, that's a slower way of doing it. There's the more, more aggressive way of trying to kill people instantly, which is a lot harder to do. But um, if you succeed in doing that, once you've got your plague into a situation where it's hard to pull it under control, that's where you're going to win the game. And that's the that's the strategy of the game, is basically to wipe out humanity. Um, so yeah, that's where the old anti-hero comes into it, because it's, uh, again, you know, you're trying to kill the world. <laughs> I think it's a little bit... Um, a lot of people jumped on this once COVID hit. Um, there was like, how many how many people have actually said, well, we're going to call this, this particular virus... COVID-19. I mean, I'm, there, there must have been thousands of people who have already got the got it and said, yeah, you know, let's try this. You're not really being um, inventful in your, in your name, of course, but yeah, <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm, I, I'm sure I did. I have no doubt. No doubt. No um, it is, yeah, it is. I, I got reminded, actually, that I think Plague Inc. got banned in China because of the pandemic. 
uh, which it did. I found that hilarious in a dark and twisted kind of way because you're talking about they, they've gone and it's it's not like it was a brand new game that came out. It's like oh oh, there's this virus on. Let's create a game. The game was like what close to eight years old by that point. Yeah yeah yeah. So I'm like why why? <laughs> and it had been praised by the CDC as well. Yeah yeah yeah. Um, it does mention, yeah, there are there are things that comes up. There's sometimes the the game the game itself does feel it does feel a little bit dated, does feel old. There's certain newsfeed, like I said, there's newsfeed that which pop up now and again, and uh, you it's kind of it's kind of written in, so it's supposed to be kind of in a jokey way, like you know, like I said, some of those newsfeeds that I mentioned about there's a there's a kissing fence festival, but you get something like the Tokyo Games has been put on hold due to a mysterious um, disease. Well, we know Japan Olympics now happened. The world, you know, when I refer to the World Cup, they're not referring to the one that just recently happened yeah. in uh, Qatar. Uh, but they're talking about one that came out during its period when it, like 2016, so whichever one that would have been, I'm guessing. Um, but there are other scenarios. There are scenarios, uh, some fan made ones. I've, I played um, a, xenomorph, a xenomorph plague, which was fun. Oh. That was that was pretty fun. I mean, obviously it's fan made. So they're using their they're using some of the uh, games engine to sort of help spread it. Obviously, whatever it was, they're, they're overwriting certain areas. You're allowed to overwrite certain play. I guess that's what they're allowed to do. I've not tried. I was going to try. it. I was like, no, I, it looks too complex for me. But uh, you know, the one I played was it was quite fun. It was like I I managed to have in an aliens. Um, you know, if you're familiar with the um, the alien world, you know the xenomorphs. Um, in this case, it wasn't so much a, it was a big alien running around; it was more of a small germ. Um, but in that, in still just called that. It's like, yeah, okay, so you got to get these ch- chest bursters spreading out. <laughs> it's like I'm sure they would have been noticeable, noticed. Um, but uh, yeah, that was a fun. That was fun to play. But there are so many. Um, there are so many different types of plagues. There's, um, you know, there's worms, which are kind of scary to think that they actually do exist. There's like worms that can attach into your brain. And like, if you can spread those around, that's kind of deadly. And they're kind of deadly quite early on. So it's kind of like, you've got to really contain those down. I'm, I'm pretty sure some of the plagues that you get, some of the um, viruses that you do have, they will infect people so fast, but that's where it becomes quite dangerous because you won't be able to spread your plague because it'll get noticed a lot quicker. So certain scenarios are more difficult than others. Some are easier to spread around the world, but then not really develop into anything other than just a germ, uh, which is easily controlled. And then some are just very violent in its ways and that it kills people straight away. Um, but it's easily detected, so therefore you can't win that scenario because it would be the cure starts developing quite early. I think the the first game I played, because um, it choose like it's all done on uh, on your computer's monitor where it, it knows the time and date when you're starting. So if you're playing it today's date would be, for instance, the seventh, the first twenty twenty three. That's the day that it starts. So it's kind of cool in that sense, but. The gameplay is, every, I think there's a daze every sort of like three seconds or five seconds. 
sorry, it speeds. It's like it, it is sped up. I think by the time I actually spread my plague around the world, we got to 2028. So it was five years into the future. So it was, um, you know, that's how quickly the game is. That's on normal settings. There is a a pause play, fast forward, and then double fast forward button. So you can speed things along if things feel like it's getting a little bit too slow. But ultimately, all you're doing is clicking on little icons, popping up, pop, pop. They pop up all around the world. You just pop on those. And that's how you get your points. Then once a cure starts, um, you get the um, little uh, blue icons will turn, will pop up. You've got to try and pop those quickly so that you can try and slow down the plague. Of course, that's one way of doing it, which doesn't slow it down that much, to be fair. Um, but uh, yeah, that's that's a much later... That's much later in the game. So that's that's pretty much Plague, um, as much as I can talk about, really, because there's not a lot else I can add to it. Um, it's Endemic uh, Creations, developed and published by... Uh, yeah, so it sounds like it's just... A, is a, it is an indie. It's a 2D. It's basically you looking at the map of the Earth, and that's it. In yeah, I was going to say, you know what it reminds me of? Um, not in in necessarily in terms of, of play style, but in terms of like you said, like the look. Like say you've got that kind of, you know, that that map view of of the world. Yeah. Have you played Defcon? Defcon? No, no, I haven't. So basically, Defcon is um, essentially the game version of uh, if you've seen war games, you know, they play um, global thermonuclear war. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. basically what it is. Yeah. You pick your side, you launch your subs, your nukes, and everything else, and you've got to, you know, your subs and everything, you've got to start your attack. And that came out in, I think it was like 2006. Right. Um, but yeah, it kind of has that, as soon as I see a world map that looks like, looks like that, it automatically rem- reminds me of DEFCON. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I haven't seen it, but I would, I would have to look it up now because it's obviously... It's on, it's on Steam. Yeah, actually, I actually own it. Oh right, okay. <laughs> it, it was one of the it was one of the first games I ever bought on Steam. Oh really? Yeah, I don't know how much it's going for now. It can't be. It can't be that expensive. Uh, I'm gonna have to have a look now because I'm curious. Defcom is it? it is, is that what it's called? Yes, seven pound nineteen. Oh right, okay. So, um, so that's Defcom. Well, I, I'll add it to the, I'll add it to my wish list. Then that way I've got it. Um, it's yeah. a whopping. This is this is what I love about older games as well. It's less than sixty meg. <laughs> wow, <laughs> I love it. Yeah, no, no I'm going to add that because that sounds like it could be another sort of like I can switch between the two or something. Um, just for those wondering, um, if you're playing it on Steam, if you're playing like Plaguing, I'm talking about now. Um, mm-hmm. Go back to that. Um, yeah, it's eleven ninety nine. So it sounds. Like, do you know what? I, I don't mind playing. I don't mind paying these sort of prices for an indie game. I, I much rather put money towards an indie game, especially ones that are going to keep you going for a long time. And this been a mobile game. Ultimately, it's a mobile game. Um, most mobile games usually have lots of like um, silly little transactions that they want you to keep buying to keep going. This really doesn't. I mean, it, yes, it's got DLC, but you know what? It's not that big a deal. Like, I think you can actually get the, on Steam at least, you can get the DLC, which is um, Bundle, which is um, 628, and you'll get 
the cure which is another of uh, which is a variation of like the main game which is i think it's kind of the reverse you've got to try and cure everyone rather than uh sort of infect as it were so yeah that looks like it could be good again there's loads of like other scenarios that you can buy i know on the mobile when i originally had this on a mobile way back when it first came out i had a symbiont which is basically it, that came out because of um i can't think of the name of the film Oh, it's got my, my mind's gone completely. My my brain, I who's, just brain fired. Um, what's, what's, what's it? It's, it's about what's the when the when the um, chimps take over the world. What's that? What's that one called? Planet of the Apes. Yes, there we go. It's that <laughs> has Caesar the, the the chimpanzee. Yeah. So if that that when that first came out, they they developed this a new uh, sort of DLC for the mobile, so you could have the symbiont um, plague. So you'd be able to travel, and that had slightly different. Um, way in which you played the game like you could control your your apes your monkeys to actually develop into those you know upright speaking monkeys that we all you know which became all too familiar from the movies um and that was that meant you you could travel around on you could use the there was a different type of icon that came up and you could chose choose where you infected next and whether or not they could tr um traverse to those different countries well that was kind of cool um there was also i think there's a, there's a zombie one obviously because there's you know because you know why not every game has to have a zombie in it there's a zombie game surely yeah. not so there's a zombie scenario um which yeah obviously that sort of follows the same sort of like movement as the symbiont um in, it's kind of similar so yeah there's a very there's variations of how you can affect the world and how you can try and destroy the world or cure it there's now a cure so yeah there's there's that um but yeah so my virus uh, which is pn1 <laughs> p p n1 s <laughs> which is uh, <laughs> so i was infected <laughs> so yeah everyone got infected by penis uh. so, which is great like, hey, why not? Why would you not? <laughs> well, yeah, fair yeah. enough. <laughs> um, to progress, you do need to win the scenario that you create. Um, once you do win, I think if you get, um, I think you can get four, you can get one star up to five star. Um, I think you can actually unlock certain abilities as well, which helps your scenario playthrough again. The next time you play through, you can actually use add-ons for the next 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 time you play it so yeah you've you'll get you unlock add-ons which will help create a much better environment for your plague so if i think there's a certain plague where it gets less detected by about 10 percent or something like that so it's those sort of like add-ons so it helps your plague develop quicker or helps spread quicker or yeah so it's, it's enough there, there are things that you can unlock throughout the game but i think there's a co-op I think there's supposed to be, oh, I say co-op, it's not necessarily, you don't play co-op mode, it's two different diseases team up in to infect and destroy the world together, but humanity has new tricks on its sleeve to fight back. Work closely with your partner and use brand new genes, traits and strategies to smash cure labs all over the world before they, they eradicate you. So yeah, so there, there's that. There's uh, it's quite, it's good. I mean, it's it's a it's a nice little time sink. And like I said, it's on the mobile. You can add it to your your iPads or whatever devices you mobile devices you have. Look out for it. I think it's slightly cheaper on the mobile. I'm not entirely sure if it is cheaper on on um, iOS. 
Um, but uh, yeah, there we go. That's not much else I can add to it. Just go around, spread spread your seed <laughs> around the world, <laughs> kill everyone. <laughs> what more could you want? <laughs> what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, it's, I had I did look at it at one point. I I haven't. Uh, it's not what I've bought or played yet, but be interesting to try. Um, no, it was like I said. It, I I played it a long time ago, and then I I recently played it. I know I've been streaming it quite a lot, and um, I say quite a lot. I've played I've streamed it a couple of times now, and I've just been enjoying every every time I've played it. And even though the scenarios seem very samey and repetitive, it's different because you want to try and improve on your last your last run that you did. It's always that I've got a better myself kind of thing. Yeah. So if you know if if it's something that you not come across and i'm be surprised many people have or haven't seen it give it a go if if you haven't if you haven't already like i said just try it out um with with steam you can try it out and if you don't like it you can get refunds and stuff with ios i'm not entirely sure how that would work but i mean you're supporting a developer in the developer so you know at the end of the day if you lose if i think it is a little bit cheaper as well i think i paid maybe four pound for it on I don't know, but this is quite a long time ago, so <laughs> it might have gone up in price. But yeah, that's me done, basically. I, I think I, I, I think I should end it there because uh, there's not much else I can add. Worth a little, it's worth a little pun just to sort of like you know, on your if you're on the, a long bus journey or if you're on a plane, <laughs> you're on a plane ride. And you're on a plane ride. You want to freak out the people that are sat next sat to you. Next to you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, give it get, a go. Yeah. Download. Get part way through and start coughing. <laughs> <laughs> really putting. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it really put the crap in some people, wouldn't it? <laughs> it's like, what the hell? Oh, yes. <laughs> Much easier. Uh, Saturday now, trying to destroy the world. <laughs> it's like some kind of evil genius. <laughs> yeah, that's me uh, dumb. That's me dumb. Add, add in the occasional maniacal laugh as you're going through it. <laughs> yeah, now I'm done. Uh, do you want to right. do your spotlight? I will indeed, yeah. So um, I've been playing a game today which I... I have no idea how I found it or how it found me. Um, but it's one of those games that you're not entirely sure about until you start playing it. And then the next thing you know, like most of the day's gone by. So game I'm talking about is called Strange Horticulture. Uh, so it's developed by Bad Viking, published by Iceberg Interactive. Uh, it was released on the 21st of January last year. Um, on the PC, and it's currently on Steam for £13.99. Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to play, I've been wanting to play this game. Oh, have you? Yes. Oh, I've been, that, oh I've even better. Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, according to, according to Steam, which I know is incorrect, um, it's showing that I've got 7.3 hours in this game today. Technically, I probably was in the game for that length of time, but actually, I was going to stream it. But I, then I realized that today I was going to be spending a lot of time like going like away from the computer constantly. So I just I just didn't see the point. So I've probably realistically got closer to five to six hours in the game. But yeah, it is a uh, it's an occult puzzle game uh, about collecting and cataloging powerful plants. Yeah, and yeah, it's uh, it's a wonderful game. It's a wonderful little game. It's very small install. It's less than a gig, yeah. um, which obviously these days is very small. Uh, but yeah, in essence, you run this uh, this horticulture shop called Strange Horticulture, 
in the beautiful Lake District. It is actually set in the Lake District. Um, it's set in the fictional town of Undermere, which is basically Windermere. If you look at the map, everything around it, like you've got Coniston Lake, you've got um, um, you've got like uh, the, the like Scarfell Pike, you've got all the like the recognisable locations. Yeah. Um, but yeah, f- for whatever reason, they they chose to go with Undermere instead of Windermere. <laughs> Uh, for those that don't know, it's uh, the Lake District is a beautiful location in the uh, Cumbrian countryside in England. Uh, but yeah, you, so yeah, you are you are the proprietor of the shop. You've inherited it. I believe it's after your uncle died. You've inherited it. Uh, you have a cat who sits uh, constantly near your till called uh, Hellebore, uh, and you can pet the cat, and it's a black <laughs> cat as well, naturally. So any game that starts off like that is going to be a winner, pretty much in my book. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, in, in essence, you you spend your time um, collecting and, and cataloging these uh, these plants. So a lot of the time, you'll you'll get new plants um, either from people. You will get them through um, finding them by using the map. And generally speaking, you you two things will happen. You will either get information about a plant and or you will get a plant. But you won't know which bit of information goes with which plant. So you have to identify the plant, and then you can attach labels to make them easier to, so that you know where to look uh, the next time. And throughout all this, you've got, you've got different characters coming in and out of the shop, and you're starting to learn a little bit about the, uh, about the environment, what's going on. And, and there's a lot of strange things happening that you find out as you, as you start to speak to these people. So you've got a few regulars that come in um, that just, you know, like a postie that comes in to deliver your mail. You've got a few other people that will come in that say, you know, they're in trouble sleeping, they need something for anxiety, whatever. And it's your job to give them the right plant. Now, if you can, either on purpose or, as I've done by accident, give them the wrong plant, in which case you have this... um, You have this almost like threat wheel that goes up. And by the looks of it, I haven't actually done it yet, but you get, but I believe, three incorrect attempts each day. So you're, you know, you, you basically start um, kind of like, it's not so much a level, but you will start at the beginning of a day, you'll have a certain amount of tasks you'll go through, and then that day will end. Uh, and so you've got, within that day, you can basically make three mistakes from what I understand. Um, you've got all sorts of tools to help you investigate these plants and find out what they are. So you've got, um, you got a magnifying glass. You get a few really cool things as well that when you start off, you're not entirely sure about what they are. Um, so you've got like this like circle with a square cut out in it that has um, interesting symbols around the outsides, which I'm not going to say what it does because it'll ruin the surprise, but you do find out later. It took me a little while to work out what the hell that was. Uh, but yeah, so you get you get clues um, or you get um, like puzzles to to solve. So it may be you'll get it might be like a word puzzle where it'll say, um, like I I can't remember what the exact puzzle was, but it was something like um, like second from the tallest and then some other clue underneath. And yeah, you, you basically have to look at the map and work out what the hell they were talking about. Um, and sometimes it uses the points of the compass to work out what you're looking at. Sometimes it's information that's on the map. 
it's not always straightforward. I got been caught out a few times, and towards the end of today's gameplay, I did have to use the um, there is a help icon, like a hint icon, and I did have to use that a couple of times just because I was completely confused. And part of it was because I didn't realize that there was something you could interact with. I saw it was there, but I didn't realize you could interact with it. Uh, yeah, so you got backgrounds to, to some of these customers that come in. So some of them are a little bit eerie. Some of them are, you, you don't fully know what they are. They're just like a mysterious stranger. <laughs> you can choose to interact with a coven. Um, you can choose to join a cult. Apparently, there are eight endings. Um, and from what I understand, there are four good endings, four bad endings. I, I, I have been approached to join a cult. I didn't like the way the guy spoke to me, so I basically told him where to go. Um, and now I'm being threatened by them. Uh, I did have one person come in who was a complete ass right off the bat. Um, and after a couple of times of him coming in and, and basically saying he was going to report me and shut me down, I um I killed him. Oh. <laughs> I I killed him with with my with my plant-based magic. Um and then the next day the cops came in and started asking questions so I'm not quite sure where that's going to go yet. But yeah, you you do you get uh, you, there are certain points where you can choose which plant to give the person. You and for what I've seen usually one will help the other will probably go against them in some way, like I say, either by no, no, okay, removing their memory or by, well, killing them, by poisoning them. Um, but the interesting thing is sometimes if you, if you haven't got, if you haven't resolved all of the clues you've got so far, or if you just don't happen to have a particular plant, you're only going to have one way to go because you have to give them something. So you can only give them what you've got. And in this one instance, actually for the guy, who I killed, I didn't have the other plant. But I also wasn't that bothered about killing him because he was a dick. So I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm probably going to hell, but, what, you know, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, so the games, I think, I've heard that the game's about eight to ten hours in length. I'm, I'm taking my time with it. I'm reading through the text and everything else, and it's... It's a game you don't feel like you want to rush. The atmosphere is fantastic. Um, usually it's, I mean, it's kind of true to life in a way. It's set in the Lake District, so it's usually raining. So you'll get the rain coming down outside. Sometimes you'll get thunderstorms as well. Um, there's a beautiful, chilled music to it, um, quite like piano-based mainly. Uh, very relaxing, kind of almost like low-key bar slash elevator music in that respect it's very kind of just subtle underneath it's 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 easy just to kind of lose yourself in it uh you in order to go out and find these plants to go to the map you collect a certain amount of i guess you call it energy in a way it, it basically you've, you've got to be bothered to actually go out and look um uh, so now this this energy um it rebuilds itself over time so over a set amount of time it will go around and eventually fill up you do also get this energy from um, maybe certain letters or notes that people will give you, especially if there's a specific clue that they want you to go and find, you'll generally find it'll fill the meter. Or you can get it from just watering the plants. So you literally just water over the plants, just keep it doing it until it fills up, and then you can go and crack on. Uh, but a lot of the time is spent looking through your book of um, of plants and identifying the plant by bringing it down. So there's like a microscope that you can use to look at it. 
So you'll bring it down. It will give you certain information about it. So you'll be able to obviously see what it looks like. You will get very limited information from the plant itself. The book um, gives you more information, but it's not. It's a, it's an interesting one because the, the images aren't always accurate. It, it tells you this on purpose as well. The images are not always accurate. Um, and sometimes you're, you're kind of left with. I, I had one that. I couldn't identify. I actually couldn't identify from either the book and or the uh, the plant itself. There, there was a way to identify it. And again, it was using a piece of equipment that I had. I knew what it did, but I didn't understand that I could use it to check something from a plant without giving away any spoilers. Uh, but yeah, in, in essence, the, the, the whole backstory is set, is, is based over a few hundred years, I believe. Uh, but at, at present time, you, you, you kind of get met by a, um, there's a witch coven in a forest and the coven leader is killed. Um, looks like poison. You've got the, you've got the coven that are worshiping this, this thing they call the servant. I don't know yet because I haven't got that far through the story, but it wouldn't surprise me if they're the ones that have done in the witch, the witch woman. Um, and you've got other characters that are going out investigating these murders, which seem to be linked. So it's very much this kind of occult investigation going on in the background. And all, all the while you're collecting these clues as well and finding out, OK, well, you know, who, who's who's responsible for this or who is you know, you'll, you'll hear like clips or bits of information from different characters that will slowly start to fit together to, to kind of point you in the direction of, well, who might be who might be doing it, what might be the cause. Um, and at the end of each day as well, when you finish, you, you've kind of got like almost like a tarot card deck. It's like a deck of clues. And you flick one over each at the end of each day, and it gives you a, it gives you a clue. Usually it's a place that you can find on the, uh, you can use it to find something on the map. Uh, I still have one clue that I got after like the fourth day or something like that, that I have no idea what to do with. Literally no idea. Um, so it's just sat in my little kind of drawer that you can put your stuff into to keep hold of it of like clues and information. Uh, but yeah, it's, <laughs> I've never played a game like it, to be honest. It's, uh, you know, they've got like investigative games, stuff like that. And on, on, it's one of those games that on paper doesn't sound particularly fantastic that you literally just sit in a shop and identify plants. It is so addictive. I mean, I, I, I just, like I said, I, I paused it. I'd, I'd gone to like make lunch and dinner and stuff like that. Came back and I was, I was playing it whilst I was eating. Cause it's such a chilled game. You can sit back, take your time. Like I said, it's a great atmosphere. Um, it's beautifully written. The puzzles are taxing. Some of them are taxing, but not too taxing so far. Uh, the hint system is actually good. Now that I've used it a couple of times, um, if you do need it, the hints are useful. Uh, even at one point in time when it gave me a hint that I, I kind of already knew about, I was like, yeah, I know, you know, I've worked <laughs> that out for myself, but it led me to believe that led, led me on to thinking, oh, of course it's, it's this. Uh, yeah, it's, I, I don't know what to say really. It's, I could just, I can highly recommend it to anybody. It's yeah. Just a really chilled, relaxing game. Yeah. And there you go. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> that's interesting because, uh, it kind of leads me on to my next game that I was just going to just mention, but I haven't fully played it yet, but I just wanted to, I was just going to mention because I was caught between deciding what to get next as an, an adventure after playing my greater series of like, Oh, I need something that 
you know, what's come out this year that's kind of along the similar sort of lines of you know, investigation or something like that. And, you know, what's going to take me down that road? What's going to keep me entertained enough that it's not going to be too long a series to continue on? I came up and that was one of them. That was, And it was like, oh. And then when you mentioned it, it's like, that's why I was kind of like, oh, I'm really excited <laughs> because I, I, I had it in, I literally had it in my Steam um, cart. I, I didn't. Yes. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't go as far as actually purchased it. I purchased it while she was talking. <laughs> so now I'm going. Uh, no, no, so it, I, it, it was. It was on offer as part of the as part of the sale. I believe uh, yeah, the winter yeah. sale. Um, and I nearly got it, but I I, I kind of oh. undernarred a bit, and I didn't get it until um, I think it was like yesterday or today. Yeah. In fact, yeah, it was today. Um, and I mean, it's, like I said, it's thirteen pound ninety nine. It's it's well worth it to be honest. Yes. As far as, yeah. As I was saying. Um, but yes, had I been able to pick it up for kind of like, you know, six, seven quid, it would have yeah. been even more of a bargain, but yeah, 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 yeah. I have no problem with that. I also forgot to mention as well as, as well as doing, um, as well as collecting plants later on, you unlock, you unlock, you unlock a, lab, a laboratory and you can create elixirs by combining plants, ah, but it doesn't tell you what plants to combine. It gives you a picture. Ah, okay. And a lot of plants can look very similar, and the picture's black and white. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Trial and error. Yeah, yeah. It, it's not easy. No. Okay. Respect, but, well, uh, yeah. I'm going to be. I'm looking very much forward to actually now, now that I own it, um, playing that. Because again, I I was going through a list of games I'm I've missed. Like, I should all. I, I'm going to correct. Make sure I correct myself because we all do it. And, and I'm sure I'm not alone in this. We all say last year, but we don't, well, well this year, but we mean last year because it's just, you know, now we're in January. We always get to that yes. first week of January. We always say, oh, do you remember last year? And we're referring to 2021. Or, you know, and I, <laughs> I do the same thing. So I am referring to last year, 2022. Um, there was a load of games that I just missed. And I know uh, Greta, Greta came out. That was one I'm glad I picked up on. and. Yeah, um, what you, yeah, literally just now, like, oh, I'm so looking forward, I can't wait to play this. This one, oh, yeah, yeah, because it just, it just looked good. But I was like, but I was torn, I was like, should I get that one? Or there's an, the other game I was a gun, I was also torn between. As, as I've got both of them, I could have just bought them all together, but I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the other game that I just looked at, I, I, I bought. Um, uh, just recently, like literally today, was the ex- excavation of Hobbs Burrow, and um, the reason I, I, I was like looking at that, I was like, okay, um, I'll give it, I'll, I'll look into that because again, it's that it's a pointy, clicky adventure horror puzzle thing. It's all thrown in. Um, I don't know that much about it apart from what the Steam is given the description and I just started playing it and I'm glad I got it because it's not, like I said it's a point and click but it's it's very it's fully voiced um it's fully voiced that acted so that you know everyone's like um there's none of that text to you know text sort of like, there is there is text but that's usually more subtitles more than anything so you know who's talking yeah. um and it's the excavation of uh Hobbsboro it's a folk horror nar- narrative driven adventure explore the isolated moors of rural victorian england so yeah when you said about like where where your 
game was from, like the uh, location. Mm. I'm like, oh my god! So I've got two games out of like kind of rural <laughs> England, and but this one's like Victorian. I don't know what what your what the time set was on on your, your game. But, um, I believe it's current. All right, so yeah, this the uh, this so the Hobbsboro is um Victorian England, and you because it is very much um. Top one moors, you know, <laughs> like uh, not top one moors. Oh, top moors, yeah. Little more butter. Yeah, hey, <laughs> it's like <laughs> everyone's got everyone sort of like up in that sort of that general area. Actually, um, after I did, I, I was thinking of you earlier when I was playing the game because obviously the this the um, strange horticulture is not voice acted. Oh right, okay. But there's not, <laughs> but there's not a mass amount of text. Uh, you know, not compared to what there's. You know, you've got a conversation that is that you'll get from the characters, and then you've got information about about the plants and things like that. So there's not a, a ridiculously large amount of reading. Right. But what I was thinking, when I had these characters coming in, um, and I was reading through, <laughs> and my I started to do voices <laughs> out loud, even though I wasn't yeah. streaming. I just I started to do these voices. Yeah. Um, about how I thought they were. Thinking. And as I was doing it, I was like. Mr. Steven like this game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The world... I, was like, I, I want to hear the voices that you come up with when you play well, this. Well, I'm going to have to now, aren't I? I'm kind of like, well, I've already committed. <laughs> I've already bought it, so I've already committed myself. But I'm, yeah, I'm going to be try. I'm going to try and do. I've got, so I've got a week off, so I've got time now to actually get these these small little indie games, um, and which I love going to. And I, I know because, like, again, coming from that that Greta series that I did, and I really enjoyed it. So now. Um, now I'm going into this excavation of Hobbsboro. That is fully voice acted, so I don't need to actually do anything. Just point and click my way through and just enjoy the ride um, for whatever that throws at me. Again, I've barely started it. But then after that, yeah, we've got, um, we've got the, uh, the choice of playing uh, your choice of game. So, yeah. Uh, I'm look- and now, now that you've told me it's not voice acted, I'm... Very much looking forward to that. <laughs> what I'm going to add one more game As again today. I played the demo of it. It's called um, uh, what was it called? It was I don't know. Uh, card card card. It was a card game. I can't remember. What it was card. I can't remember the name of it. But I was I was very tempted in doing it because again, it's not voice acted. But the rules, it's all set in France. So it's it's, it's, <laughs> it's, my, it's my interpretation of what French should sound like. So Excellent. I, I started doing it. I start, I, I did what you did, actually. I was, I was playing it, but I started doing the voices to it. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, so <laughs> I started doing the voices. The reason I didn't yeah. fully commit to it is because there was one particular part of the game where it doesn't explain the mechanic of the game. And it's defined, mm. it's based around, the, the, the game itself is based around the idea that you're trying to con people out of playing cards. And um, I, re- I can't, I wish I knew what the name was, doesn't matter. I ain't going to get it now anyway because of this one mechanic that's let me down. Basically, you're, you play as a mute, but there's other characters that do talk. So... All right. So they 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 do talk, and obviously it's set in France, and they got that uh, aristocracy sort of like French accent as well. You know, that's where they're sort of like. So you're. It's all set around playing poker, I think, mostly, or cards in general. 
where you can win money from playing cards. And there was one particular game um, where you're asked as the mute to pour the wine. Whilst you're pouring the wine, you then look at your uh, opponent's card or, you know, whoever you're facing. You look at their cards and then you keep winning the bets. So, uh, and then the mechanic is, if it, if it's a heart, you 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 wipe left. If it's a if it's a diamond, you wipe right. And you know spades. Is you 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 wipe the table up. Uh, I should have mentioned you, that's what you wipe. You wipe the table because you're playing as the as the servant mm. to the man who's trying to win money, the uh, aristocracy type character. And so yeah, you're helping him basically cheat. The next game that he gave me. Only again, it's only in a demo. The next game that it gave me was Find the Queen. The, you, you know the old Find the Queen trick, um, where everyone gets conned with like find the find the lady or whatever it's called. And it never gave me the mechanics of how to play it. I was like, okay, this game's <laughs> best played with keyboard and mouse. Uh, keyboard and mouse. Sorry, I played it with keyboard and mouse, but it says it's best played with uh, controllers. I'm like, okay, let me try a controller. I pressed the buttons, but it never explained that I was pushing the button too slow or too quickly or in a certain order. I was like, I don't get it. So it's only a demo. I gave up on it. <laughs> Which I was I was really disappointed because I would have loved to completely be <laughs> not racist, but like <laughs> you know, everyone's gonna have a French accent and it's my it's my interpretation of what French accent should be. <laughs> so Oh yes. Um I might if I I might go back, I might change my mind and get it. But the pressure like the game needs to fix itself to so I know what I'm doing. Because if I can't stream it, I won't get it. Because there's no point. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. There's no point. But yeah, I'm glad I'm glad you got strange um ultra culture because I I so wanted to get that. And I well, I did. I have. Um <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So it's you won't. I don't. I don't think you'll regret it. It's uh, it's a great game. Yeah. It does look like. And yeah, I didn't realize that anyone else had this game. I was like, am I going to be the only one playing? I, I thought I was the only one looking at these types of games, but obviously not. I, I honestly, I can't remember how I came across it. I think it, I must have seen it on a, a YouTube video or something. Yeah. As, as like you know, indie games or something, because it's 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 my kind of thing as well because i love like you know, like like occult type things as well especially yeah. when they're done in an interesting way uh, plus you've got a cat you know i mean what more could you want yeah exactly i mean in fact that other game i was speaking about the borrowers uh thing that's got a cat in it as well black cat just thought i mentioned it yes <laughs> quickly speaking of demos um just for those people who may or may not remember that i a few weeks back i mentioned about um i did a uh, a bit on uh, space boat. Yes. Yeah, yeah. The new demo has dropped. Uh, okay. And for all, I haven't yet had a chance to play it, but for all intents and purposes, I've heard it's excellent. So for those that were interested, it has now dropped. Go play. Enjoy. Excellent. Oh, I, I, good. Because I remember, yeah, I do remember you saying about that. So yeah, I will definitely give that, uh, give that a go. Cause uh, yeah, we, we, I remember you mentioning it and uh, yeah. it's, it's definitely, it's definitely one I, uh, um, I added to my wish list. So, yeah. Um, excellent. And I believe we've got Beth in the call now, waiting patiently in the wings. Beth, are you there? No? Okay. Maybe, maybe I was wrong. <laughs> She's there. She's probably gone to get a drink. 
We'll just have to wait for Gibbeth uh, to come in. <laughs> She'd probably wait for us to shut up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's got born gone. <laughs> That's it. I'm, I'm done. I can't yeah, be, I'm, I'm done now. I'm done now. So yeah, if if you know when Beth does come in um, to the chat, we'll we'll speak more with her. I don't know if she's going to have a spotlight, but it'd be good to have. But we could start looking at some of the uh, some news because I'm sorry I messed it up. No, no, that's okay. <laughs> don't worry about it. No one Hello? knows. No one knows Hello. what you messed up. Oh yeah, I didn't do anything. No, you didn't. <laughs> no. How are you, Beth? How happy yeah. are you? <laughs> Welcome into the. <laughs> I, happy, not like I've seen you. No, but for this, for the purpose of oh, the podcast. Yeah. yeah, happy New Year, everyone. <laughs> yeah. Um, Merry Christmas. Um, <laughs> happy Hanukkah. Valentine's happy Hanukkah. Yeah. Day. Yeah. Um, happy Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> happy Easter. Um, yeah, happy so how how how's things with you, Beth? Are you, yeah, are you good? Not too. Yeah, I'm not too bad. Not too bad. Just uh, been having a chill day today. How was your Christmas and New Year's? Was it good? Yeah, yeah, it was good. It was Excellent. very fun doing New Year's with you guys. Oh, you did come in on the New Year's, didn't you? I forgot yeah, about that. I did, oh I yes, you was. I yes. was drunk. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I forgot about that. You was How drunk. did you forget about that? <laughs> I know. I just remember. He, he was drunk too. So. Were we all drunk? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm it was. Sure. It was New Year's. Sure. Yeah. We it was New Year's. It was New Year's. Well, yeah. 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 I'm good. And uh, sorry, I, I'm late again. And um, <laughs> that's fine. We yeah. forgive you. Thank you. Because it's the first show of the new year. But next time, oh. God do it. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> um, we were just about to get into the news, actually, the news segment. So, um, yeah. So, do you want to lead with this one because you got some tech stuff? Yeah, I've got, I've got, I've got a few, few bits of general, and I've got some VR news as well. Okay. So, um, go on, I'll, I'll start, I'll start with the general, then, shall I? Yeah. Yeah. Okie dokie. Um, now, some of the, some of these are, are 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 new based games as well. So we've got a a game called The Day Before, um, which is under active development. It's a third person kind of a it looks like a cross between the Divi- uh, the Division and Last of Us, um, set in New York City. It's like an open world MMO thing. Um, it releases, I believe, on March the first. Um, but they've just released a new trailer and apparently people aren't too happy because it looks based off of the trailer that the graphics have been downgraded. Um, oh, okay. It looks, it, it apparently looks worse than the previous demos do. Now, whether they've had issues, we, we've seen it a lot, haven't we, with the so-called next-gen titles coming out and then starting to struggle because they are, uh, you know, some a lot of the times the hardware just can't keep up for whatever reason. Like maybe if they're using like you know Unreal Engine five or something like that. I don't know what um, what technology their their graphic system is based on. Uh, but yeah, so that's so a few people aren't happy about that. Um, it, the game, from what I've seen, which is not a lot, the game does look quite interesting. But you get, I, I yeah. kind of get the impression it's not something that I haven't seen before. Yeah. So it's like yeah. Eh. It's it's I if I can just add into this like the day before that's um I I'm, I was currently watching the trailer we was just showing the trailer while she was talking about that I think I know um a little bit about this and I, I think it's it's along the similar sort of lines as division so it's yeah. you know when you look at when you look at it, it's like get I'm getting a division vibe from it and I definitely think um from what I understand it's one of those they're the game 
Now, I could be wrong in saying this, so feel free to anyone who wants to correct me, but I think this is a developer that starts starts making games but never finishes them. Um, oh, maybe. From what I understand, I don't know if that's true, but um, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, Prop Night, I think, was one of their games that they've done before. So um, what you said is don't pre-order. Don't yeah. do yeah, do don't yeah. pre-order this because it's I mean it, their their last one of the last games that they did was Prop Night and it's got mixed reviews. Um I, I think they've done Radiant yeah, One, um, The Wild Eight, and that's basically it. They've done like three games as on at least on Steam. That's what um I'm looking at. So yeah, be a bit wary of it. I mean it does look good. It looks like you know, it could be a good one, but again, if it's 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 very much it's very much samey samey, like it's a cookie cutter kind of you know copy and paste. I feel it, yeah, it it, it does like like I said, it, ha- it has major division vibes. Yeah, now I I believe that's on you know obviously on purpose, but yeah, I don't I don't know if it's I don't know how close the division that, is going to be that open world survival zombies kind of thing. I mean, it, yeah. hopefully they could just make a it. I, I I always want I always want you know new games coming out to do good because you've we've seen so much from other developers that uh have never worked for them you know the division didn't really work too well um it was okay but it's again if it's been done then we want something new we want something fresh we want something better so you know we'll see what happens let's see what let's see what let's not let's not give it um. The grilling just yet. Let's wait until Freddy's on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. wait, wait for the Freddy round. Wait, wait for the Freddy yeah. round for that. Let that's it, fair. That, yeah. that's, okay. But uh, yeah, sorry. No, that's fine. Um, most of these are just like little notes that I, I've got as I was just looking through what was going on. Um, there's a a new time travel game called Grand Emprise Time Travel Survival. Just coming out on the PC. There's currently a demo out. You can check it out on YouTube. Um, I don't know that much about it. Again, it's your typical kind of survival game, but this time it's got time travel elements, which may make it more interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm not really a survival kind of player, so it's it's unlikely that I would play it. Um, I don't really know that much about it. Uh, but it's an interesting concept. Yeah. Again, it's kind of smashing two existing concepts together, I suppose. But we've had we've got time travel games, we've got lots of survival games. Yeah, the idea that it's uh, combining the two looks kind of in- like yeah again like you said it's it's interesting isn't it because yeah you've always had I mean you've got planes with dinosaurs and <laughs> mm, interesting no definitely worth <laughs> worth keeping an eye on though because at least it's something it might be it might actually be different how many how many times have we seen um survival um base building adventure crafting oh yeah you know i mean there's there's yeah but the, what they've done is they've gone hmm, what we're diff why we're different because you can t- travel through time <laughs> yeah uh, that's yeah. totally not fast travel or anything no <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but yeah again keep an eye on it yeah uh, no idea when it's going to be released yeah, no, there's um, no initial release date other than no. I do believe it's going to be this year. 
Yeah. Mm. Cool. So all of the Hitman games have now been consolidated into a single collection that they are calling World of Assassination. So Ooh, that's Hitman nice. 1, 2, and 3. Um, they, as far as I'm aware, going forward, they will not be available as, uh, as single entities. You'll, you'll just buy the collection, uh, which unfortunately sucks for those people that have probably just right. potentially just bought 2 and 3. Yeah. 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 But, uh, I, I got, I've got those on the Epic yeah. Store, <laughs> sadly. I've I don't even know which ones I've got. But anymore. they already have the Hitman trilogy. Well, like it's one, two, and three, right? Yeah, then they kind of re relaunched. Well, they they, they relaunched, relaunched them, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. They they relaunched the game in a slightly slight variation of what they wanted to do. Take the the maps were ha- different. The maps were much bigger, I think, as well. I hate I that think. they keep doing that. It gets very confusing. Yeah. So you've got Hitman, yes, and then you've got Hitman. Blood Money, is it Blood Money? I think one of them was called. Or... Yeah. You know what? Yeah. Of all the ones I've played, Blood Money was by far my favourite. Yeah. That came out in like, what was it, mid-2000s? Yeah. Yeah. Like 2000, something like that. But so the ones you're referring to are the much recent ones, like 20... These are the, yeah, these are the, the, the recent... Yeah. yeah. Onwards. So yeah, I, I did get them. I got them from on Epic Store. So I kind of... Well, I own them now, so it's like it's there. It's there to be da- re-downloaded if I need them. <laughs> um, I don't think I actually complete number three, so I don't know. No, I've I I downloaded it because I because I, I enjoyed Blood Money so much. I downloaded it, and I just I just didn't get the same feeling from it. I don't know why. I thought the first two were good, and then like I think I think that's what it was with me. It was like I got to the third one, like it's kind of the same, same, mm. but um. Just in different different environments, different locations, and that's the only reason you carried on playing them. And then um, in the end, you just give up on the stealth mission and just kill everyone. And so it's like, yeah, just make yeah. it make it more fun. Because you, yeah, could, that's usually what happens with me. Yeah, because you, you could play those through as a um, do the missions as intended. There's various different ways to get to the end goal. Try to think of very inventive ways of killing your uh, target, and then once you've done those, you can unlock a lot more stuff. And then you start. And then now it's like just gun, gun hole. <laughs> just yeah, yeah. Just everyone, go in, go in, blast everyone. Uh, no one survives. <laughs> so I'm going back. Yeah. I'm going to that plague ink now, aren't I? Basically, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just- you just end up with one room where you've dragged the bodies into that's just piled high. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's, yeah. What, that's what we want. <laughs> oh, I've had that. It's fun. Who are you hiding it from? You killed everyone in sight. So <laughs> there yeah. might be one left. If anyone sees yeah. it, you shoot them. Yeah. I, I, I must admit, I did enjoy the first the first game when you went to the, the, the parish, I think it was the parish show. They did a Christmas special um, a couple of years ago as a DLC where you you had to had to find basically it was Harry and Marv from um, Home Alone. They did that as a DLC and it was kind of fun. It was kind of like a little nod and a wink to the to the Home Alone, where one of That's them cool. was like Harry and there were the two burglars. You had to try and spot them. If you did it in a certain order, then you would you would kept you would actually spot Santa Claus going up the chimney. Oh, okay. It was a nice. He, he was. Sp- oh, spawn and yeah, you could Santa. kill him, right? You yeah, I think you. Him. I think you could. Kill yeah, him. I killed. Yeah. I think I killed Santa. <laughs> killed Santa. <laughs> I think, I think That's I killed. why I didn't get my presents that year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good, it was a good scenario. It's a good yeah. scenario, but yeah. Yeah, it was funny. It was fun. But um, that was, yeah, yeah, that was good. Uh, Sony have released, um, or are releasing Project Leonardo, which uh, are the, is their new PS5 accessibility controller. So they actually finally got around to... Is it that round one. thing? It's that round thing, yes. Yeah, I was like, what is that round yeah. thing? What it is looks, it? It looks weird. like, the, the, you remember the, the old school Simon Says games? Yeah, oh, yeah. It's like, it's like those, but white. <laughs> right. How would you play a game? Is that to play games with? or? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, yes, it's, it's, it's for using it. Well, I guess because obviously people, like different people have got different types of disabilities. So sure. I think you can customize like pretty much every um, like every button. So you could literally just have the layout exactly as you need it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, because I know the Xbox released their version quite some time ago. Um, they did like this big kind of kind of like this. There's like a big flat rectangle with like two massive circles and some buttons. I never saw um, it. I, I've seen pictures of it. I've never okay. seen it in action. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, so I, I don't, again, I don't, I don't know price or release date, um, but at least they're actually working on it now, which is good. Hmm. Um, oh, and apparently, sticking with PSs, um, apparently, officially, PS5 shortage is now officially over. Oh, so there's no <laughs> more shortages. Wow. So there's no more shortages. We'll see about that. Yeah, we will. <laughs> Tell that to the people that are still freaking waiting for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> um, uh, the last piece of general news I have is that CD Projekt Red have uh, settled their Cyberpunk 2070, uh, 2077 lawsuit. The um, the developers were sued by their um, investors, uh, and they settled for $1.85 million. Oh, right. Oh, wow. So effectively... They lost because they had to pay. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they they lost, but I mean, one point. They for, paid. Yeah, I mean, I, I know CDPR's stock probably plummeted like a stone as soon as twenty seventy seven was released. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but even so, one point eight five should it, it's not massive for them. I don't think. No, especially that they're, you know, remaking. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're, 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 uh, remake they're the Witcher, fine. aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> everything's getting remade. Um, yeah. So, has anybody else got some general news before I quickly go through the VR stuff? Uh, not currently. Um, no. no, I. I did. I mean, I, 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 I was just looking at. Um, well, it's an ongoing thing, but like Microsoft, Activision Blizzard is still continually going. Um, you know. Uh, yes. Yes. The uh, Microsoft has rever- reversed. It's a. Uh, Argument against the Federal Trade Commission's lawsuit preventing the company from acquiring Activision Blizzard in the amend document. Microsoft has retracted its um, inflammatory claims that the FTC is a violation of the US Constitution and company spokesman has also made uh, some statements regarding the change. So there's that is still um, an ongoing fight now. Um, that's That came out just the other day, I think it um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All these Which FTC is... things—it's like a massive episode of Bloody Neighbors, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's a soap opera, isn't it? It's all it, it is. is. Um, that's that's just yeah, me. Um, I I don't. I was gonna go into it, but like I feel like with 
covered it so extensively anyway and the fact is it's just an ongoing argument now until it's actually finalized i don't think it's worth going back to but again it was just a sort a quick mention because it's still there it's still out there um so we, that's how we're starting off the year we start <laughs> nothing nothing new just really <laughs> realistically there's nothing new happening yeah. Right, yeah. um yeah. whatever you heard last year by the way is still ongoing yeah still um, going yeah, so that's that's going to go on for some time, isn't it? Until it, like again, yeah. like I said, until it's actually finalised, until they've actually come to some kind of, uh, it's either going to get dropped completely, or it's going to go ahead, and it's going to be less than what they said, or it's going to, you know, something will happen, but it's a question of when. And it's like, is it going to be? Is it going to? I don't think it's going to be as much as they say, or who knows? I don't know. <laughs> it's just, I just want to. Only time just, will tell. Yeah. Yeah. Just so, can, please, can people please stop suing people? <laughs> Just for five minutes. <laughs> I, I liked their idea of what they were saying about trying to get Activision or, or trying to get Blizzard back to it, its original, like what it set out to do. Um, but yeah, either way, regardless. Um, I don't want really to get bogged down in that conversation because <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'm just I'm going over old ground and it's like a yeah. yeah. But anyway, that's gonna continue on. Sort of <laughs> Briefly moving on. <laughs> um, that's going to continue on for some time. But that was there was that uh, PlayStation Plus Extra and Premium are available at massive discounts, but there's a catch, according to of this article. PlayStation Plus and Extra are available for huge discounts, but interested, cu- interested customers need to be aware of a massive catch. The Premium and Extra t- uh, tiers of PlayStation Plus are available for a massive discount, but there is a big catch as the offer is not available to all users. PS Plus Extra and Premium members get all the features of Essential Tier along with the access to a catalogue of hundreds of PS5, PS4 games premium. Premium members get even more benefits as users can play uh, select PS1, PS2 and PSP titles at no extra cost. In addition, subscribers can stream PS3 games and download time-limited trials, usually ranging from one to five hours for a selection of titles. Both extra and premium costs more than a standard PS Plus subscription but Sony is offering users massive discounts on these ti- these higher tiers. PlayStation owners get a one year of PS Plus Premium for just $79.99, which is a huge 33% discount from a standard uh, price of $119.99. Sony is offering an even bigger discount from the extra tier as it's available for $59.99 for whole year. Uh, allowing users to get a 40% off the regular price of the $9.99. The three-month options for both Extra and Premium are also on sale, so gamers have a great opportunity to subscribe to either of these um, at a massive discount. However, there's a big catch, um, as the price is only available to new members. (laughs) So there's your catch. Daddy. That is your catch. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, that's gonna so yeah. People off in yeah, there. yeah, yeah. That's that's so. Slimy. Yeah. So unlike the PlayStation Plus Black Friday sale, existing ex- uh, extra and premium subscribers cannot use the deal to extend their subscriptions for a much cheaper price. On the other hand, 
This offer allows PS Plus Essential members to upgrade to one of the higher tiers at a discounted rate. Customers interested in taking advantage of the sale should note that these deals expire on January the 13th, so they have around seven days to decide. In addition to the existing catalogue of games, PS Plus Extra and Premium members get new titles every month with Far Cry 5, Juggernaut, uh, Yakuza, Like a Dragon and Middle Earth Shadow of uh, War uh, joining in December 2022. Members can also play WWE 2K2, although um, only the PS4 version of the game is available as part of these services. Sony has yet to reveal the extra um, and premium lineup for this month, but the free PS Plus games for January 2023 are available to members. Users can now download Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, Axiom Verge 2 and Fallout 76 at no extra cost, with Fallout 76 being the only title from this list without a uh, native uh, PS5 version. Uh, so there you go. That is what, uh, again, we're going into a new year with the same old crap. <laughs> so right. basically. Yeah, basically. Maybe it's because I don't have a, a PS5 and therefore don't fully understand what you get. But obviously, as an Xbox player, you basically got two options if you want to do the whole Game Pass thing. You've got Game Pass, so you've got Game Pass Ultimate. Yeah, yeah. And they're just two two-tiered prices. That's it. Yeah. That... That whole PS stuff, that sounds seriously complicated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, <laughs> I, don't know what, I don't know what they're doing. I don't, and from what I understand, and this is based off of what, of what, um, of what Freddy's told me in the past as well, I don't think they've got that many exclusives or that many they don't. decent games that are coming out or that are, are already out on there. I could be wrong. I said I don't own the platform, but I, I just, I don't know. They just, they just seem to be really strong in the money-grabbing thing at the moment. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's the way forward. <laughs> Let's grab as much money as we can. Yep. The new I... year, everyone's got money, lots of money from Christmas. Yep. Well, yeah, I just, I don't, I don't quite understand the reasoning behind people sticking with a platform that is, seems to be fleecing them. But, at the same time, well, yeah, but it's, I'm like, but I, I get it years back because PlayStation for a long time, obviously it came out way before the Xbox. Yeah. Um, and it was an excellent platform, but they, I don't know. Like I said, they just, they just don't seem to be. They had all the um, exclusivities. That's yeah. where they were, they're, they were really um, uh, doing well, but. Uh, in the last couple of years, they've seemed to be just going downhill a little bit. Of like, they're not. Yeah. They're they're just not doing what. Not to compare it to Xbox, but they're like the two big, you know, console. Uh, like they're, they they have, they have things that Xbox have. No, they don't have things that Xbox have that you would think. Why do they not have that? Yeah. You know, and it's simple. You know, have. With one subscription, you know, be fair about it. Um, you know, don't try to, to be like, oh yeah, we got all these exclusives. Yeah, and there's like one or two, and you're like, okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It doesn't. I know. 
<laughs> did that make sense? Yeah, no, am I, I, yeah, 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 no, I did. I did. Out my ears. <laughs> my ears. I am. I'm talking out my ears. <laughs> oh, I mean, there's worse things to talk out of. Let's face it. <laughs> but, no, no, that, <laughs> but no, that makes sense. I, I know what you're saying. Um, I, yeah, I just don't get it. Um, I, I'm, I'm still amazed that they, they have enough people and they're selling enough consoles. Um, and they are selling a lot of consoles, despite people not getting them, which is even crazier. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know every platform's got their diehard fans, but surely there's a limit as to what they'll put up with, uh, you'd think. Yeah, you'd think. Shall I do the VR stuff? Yeah, 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 let's yeah. do that. Yeah, I said it's, it's predominantly, uh, well, it is, it's all tech-based this week, because uh, CS is just around the corner. So we've got a handful of things coming out. So the... Uh, the so what's CS? CES is the, uh, you know, maybe it's the, or is it, oh, it might be the Consumer Electronics Show. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Maybe, yeah. Thank you for clearing that up. That's okay. Yeah. That's, that, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> what was I saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, um, the uh, City University in Hong Kong, uh, so City University engineers have developed a new thin wearable electronic skin. Um, <laughs> which is basically kind of like, so you put it over your hand it's it's like an adhesive uh, hydrogel and you can use it in combination with xr headsets um to provide haptic feedback and rather than using vibrations or anything else like most traditional ones do it uses electrostimulation um it's lighter and also cheaper than the current gloves and i think as far as i'm aware they're, they're going to be i don't know if they're going to be showing at ces or not but it's it that is really some really interesting technology there because if you if they can make that and from what i saw i mean it is obviously it's a prototype but it is it all you know when you see those um like those films where they, you've got like a really thin like piece of of like almost liquidy plastic over your hand uh it's just like that and they, they showed you they were they were doing tests on like having different things like simulating a mouse running over your hand or touching a like a cactus or something like that and you can actually uh you can actually feel physical pain by doing mm-hmm. things like, like touching a cactus obviously it's, it's dialed down you know you don't want people to actually hurt themselves but it has that sensation uh so that, that's really cool technology yeah uh a company in japan called ai silk uh who will be at ces are launching the, uh, a consumer oriented uh, electro stimulation glove which they're calling the lead skin <laughs> I, I, yeah I, I, I don't know where they got the names from but that's uh, that's either that or that's the project name but either way it, it sounds a bit odd Right yeah, the, these gloves are yeah. So that again, they they are electro stimulation. So they are um, supposedly much more realistic in terms of the tactile feedback that you get than from your standard kind of you know like your your haptic trigger your uh, haptic devices like your um, uh, your, your controllers or what have you. Uh, so they're, they're similar to the uh, what's it called? There's a uh, there's a bodysuit that you can wear that's a similar kind of thing uh, that uses electrostimulation. It's almost like there's a few that are out there. There's one that's almost like a T-shirt that's got inbuilt um, electronics in it that provide localized um, electrostimulation. So they're like, like, you know, like the feeling of getting shot or something like that. Again, obviously dialed down. There are safety levels in place, but still. Yeah, yeah it's... Uh, so, so, so some of the... Uh, what I would call like the supporting hardware for VR is, is coming along really well. 
the Lynx R1 standalone headset, which should have been released six months ago, um, ha- it has now started shipping out to the initial backers. So it was supposed to be released in kind of June, July last year. Uh, but like a lot of places and a lot of um, tech, there was supply chain issues. Wouldn't surprise me if it was chip shortages. Uh, but yeah, so they've now started shipping to initial backers along with an immersive VR interface. So that is what I believe they mean by that is the same thing that Meta charges 50 quid for, which is like their fitness-based stuff, like extra stuff that you get. But these guys are shipping it for free because they're, they're basically trying to take away some of the Quest 2 market. Uh, but again, it looks like an interesting uh, headset. Um, I'm waiting to get some more information on the, the Lynx R1 in terms of like people that can get hold of it and actually do a test with it. Uh, but anything that's a competitor to the, to the Quest 2, I think, is going to be good because that seems to be like that's obviously like the main, you know, the, the main base for VR is this Quest and quite well, Quest 2, um, especially by percentages. If you look on the Steam library or the Steam, uh, the Steam store, uh, we've also got a <laughs> the we- one of the weirdest ones that I've seen for a while, a company called uh, Dolomy, again, Japanese company have announced the X-Mask. This is a wearable VR face mask, um, and it provides face tracking without the need for a camera. That is getting worse. So you actually, so it picks up on the movement of your face to then produce that same movement in your avatar in, in VR, um, which is apparently up to 95% as accurate as a camera and probably a hell of a lot hotter because anyone who's used VR knows those headsets get rather warm. And if you're using a face mask as well, that's, yeah, that's going to be a sweaty time in VR for anybody. <laughs> but again, it's, it's an interesting concept. I don't know how well it's going to sell, but we'll see. Um, and finally, Meta have done something that nobody really expected them to do, other than attempting to put legs into VR. <laughs> yeah. And they it looks like they're pushing more more money into R&D back into the PC VR market which is bizarre considering up until now they've been thoroughly focused on uh on standalone uh but apparently the reason so part of the reason that um that a lot of the VR stuff is very expensive when it comes to prototyping are the lenses um prototyping lenses is very expensive However, Meta recently acquired LuxXL, uh, which is a company that make precision uh, 3D printed lenses. Um, so because they now own them, they don't have that same cost overhead when it comes to looking into, uh, into lenses. And so apparently they are pushing, yeah, a lot of, a lot of cash into I mean, I, I have everything that's happened over the past kind of six months with Meta. I was half expecting them to almost turn around and go, you know what, we're going to have to give VR a break for a while because we're skinned. But no, they're, they're still going full steam ahead. So mm-hmm. there you go. Yeah, That is the VR news. I said not really any games to talk about at the moment. Um, not really surprising that it'd be in the beginning of the year and everything, but yeah. uh, hopefully some more stuff coming soon. But yeah, uh, it'd be interesting to see what comes out of uh, CES and... Yeah, see what this Lynx 1's like. Lynx R1. Oh, Lovely. Interesting mm. stuff, though. 
I still want to get VR, but I know I ain't got space. I think I mentioned to you, Beth, didn't I? I just haven't got no. space. <laughs> yeah. I really, I think I would have got VR a long time ago <laughs> if I had space to do it in. There's so many, like now, like I think you mentioned it um, previously, Bacon, the, um, the, this year um, is going to look, is looking likely to be a good year to start getting more VR stuff. I think. Yeah, there's a there's going to be a lot of hardware announcements this year. Um, yeah, it's yeah. If, if you're in the market, I think right now, if you're in no rush, you're best off kind of hanging fire and seeing what's going on. Yeah, because uh, I want to. I, I'd love to upgrade mine. Again, like you, I don't have, I don't have the room, especially now that I'm in a small place. There's like a tiny bit of room that I could kind of carve out to do it. But that's the reason that I've gone for. That the, the reason I went for the Rift S is because I didn't want lighthouse tracking. Because even though the tracking is better, I haven't got the room. Yeah. Uh, so I'm kind of hoping that I, I'm not as bothered about, I mean, standalone would be useful, but let's face it with batteries, the way they are at the moment, it's, I'm kind of on the fence about those. Um, but as well, you've also got to think about if you get, a VR headset of any kind, uh, especially PC VR headset, you've got to take into account that your your graphic fidelity is going to be in in a large part defined by the hardware that you've got running on the PC. Yeah. So, I mean, I've got I, my desktop's running a 1080 Ti. It does all right. My laptop weirdly is better. Um, it's running a 2070. Um, so and that's actually useful because I can then just move that downstairs, plug into that, and use that for VR. But yeah, if I want to upgrade to something decent, I've also got to start upgrading my power supply unit and everything else. And yeah, so my next massive upgrade for VR is going to be quite pricey, which is another reason I haven't done it yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <clears throat> but even if you got even if you don't have a mass amount of space, I wouldn't let that put you off because you can still do a lot of VR stuff sat down. Or even just stood. You don't have to necessarily have a massive amount. Yeah. If you if you can carve out like a, if you're able somehow to carve out like a two meter by two meter square, yeah, you can probably play most VR games apart from like the, yeah, like your um, zero caliber or your your kind of shooty games like that where you move a lot more. Yeah. 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 Mm. True. Uh, yeah, I think right. everyone's worth, worth. Yeah, okay. I mean, yeah, it's still, still back burner time though on that. <laughs> still back burner on that. Um, yeah. So if there's not, there's not much else to look at, is there on on the news front at least? And as you said, you just with the tech stuff, that's you've pretty much covered that for this week at least. So should we just look then because it's January and we we'll start, we always start the year off looking at some of the games coming out over the next month or so do you want to should we look at those we go down the list of what's coming out and then uh, we could do Beth's joke of the week and then we end Uh, so So, yeah starting off on January we could just look down the list and uh, if there's anything that's worth pointing out let us know Um, I'm going to go like one at a time we can talk about some of those ones if there's anything anywhere so because we're seventh, as of the recording of this podcast now 7th of January um, the next sort of big games are coming up uh, from the 12th of January. Um, dates are likely to change, but only like with one or two. There's not a lot. It looks like they, some of these could, could actually be fixed. 
as well. But it does look like there's going to be a... February looks massive, <laughs> by the way. Just saying. Oh, my um, goodness. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one piece of Odyssey is a J, JRPG, which is... I don't, do I know it? JRP, uh, yeah, one piece of Odyssey. That is coming out on the 12th of January. And it's an anime JRPG adventure single player. Um, it's uh, currently pre-purchased on Steam at the moment for $49.99. I don't know. Maybe worth looking I don't know. No, actually looking at it now, probably worth <laughs> My per- yeah. personally, I mean if you're into J- if you're into JRPGs, it is Ben uh uh Bandai Namco uh Entertainment. So that's published by those. So yeah, that's you know, if you like some of their go I just think that the, the lead sort of like character, his eyes. I don't know if anyone's seen the seen what I'm seeing, but like it just looks very weird. Um has anyone ever heard of this? Mm. No. No, so I take that but I'm sure anime. Oh God! <laughs> okay, people. Yeah. See what you mean? It's it's just weird, right? <laughs> it's it's just what is He's it? Possessed. It's possessed. He's surprised. Ah, he's surprised. <laughs> Permanently. Um, Permanently surprised. We're going to offend a lot of people. <laughs> speaking speaking of speaking <laughs> of uh, JRPGs, uh, the PC port of uh, Persona Fry uh, Persona Three Portable <laughs> comes to a uh, PC port. Um, so there's mm. another persona. <laughs> right. I don't. I honestly, I don't see what the big deal is about persona. Don't I, say I, I don't see. Don't, no, I, I, don't, I just don't. I don't get it. I don't. I don't see. I, I mean, obviously, everybody's entitled to what they like. I just, of course, yeah. I'm. I'm obviously not getting something that a lot of people enjoy about it. But yeah, I just don't get it. I, I'm <laughs> honestly the same. I tried to play it, and it just it didn't. Didn't. I got. I had. I had five. Me. I got um, persona five when it first came out. Um, that was. I thought that was good. It's good fun, but um, you know, it was um, there's a lot of grind, a lot of grind oh, there. So yeah, well, I got you to, play World of Warcraft. What do you mean a lot of grind? <laughs> <laughs> I know, but there's there's, yeah. there's there's grind, and then there's like meh. There's like grind, and then there's an unenjoyable grinds. It's like with yeah. See, there's it's. I think there's a difference. Like with one is. <laughs> Yeah, that's it's, very text. You enjoy that's one, very, you don't enjoy it's the very other. Te- it's very text based. Like I think with the difference between those is that you could do things in well in WoW that you can't do in this. Like this, it's very story driven. So you'd have to um, you have to just sort of stick with the story and like there's some and then there's obviously side quests and like you have got dungeons that you can do. But yeah, it's just I just felt like it was like meh, too long. But um, yeah, no, I. I I don't know. It's not for everyone. I mean, if, if a lot of people different. love the story, then you know, I suppose I can get it from that point of view. But yeah, I'm um, I'm obviously not one of the uh, the, the crew that likes uh, that seems to like the Persona Star games. Nah, so it's not for me. It's not for everyone. Nah. They're they're very sort of taxing on on streamers as well. They seem to like, don't like people streaming it for some reason. I don't know why that is, but uh, I think it's all really? all about. Yeah, there was. I remember the, there was a big hoo-ha about them Persona Five coming out, and there um, was it is it. Focus? No, um, I can't remember. I can't remember who de- who developed it. Yeah, it's but um, yeah, they was uh, they in were, this day and age. Why would you release a game and then whinge about Atlas? It? it was Atlas who said that they should never, um, you know, they they didn't want people to stream it because they wanted everyone's experience to be individual. So you had to they that that was their statement that they made when they first came out. Was like we don't want you to stream our game because we want everyone to experience it differently. And that was just so stupid. Like, what? why would you mention that? Why would you make, make that as a statement? Like, yeah. um, 
there, there's also uh, copyrights on their music as well, like licensed music uh, as well. That was another. That was another thing that I I found that you can. I think they they did a give up. They they did allow people to do it, but it, their first thing that they wanted people to do when someone Persona Five first launched was like, no, don't want you streaming it. We don't want people giving away the ending. But we're selling. But streamers, that. streamers help sell the games. Yeah. Do they not understand that? It was like, well, whatever. Mm. But uh, yeah, that I remember that being said at the time, and I was like, that's stupid. Um, it I, is, I, especially I, these days where streaming is a huge thing. Oh yeah. It's, yeah. It helps drive. It does help drive idiocy. sales. Uh, anyway, that's uh, no January the nineteenth. Also on January nineteenth is a uh, Tortuga. A pirate's tale, which is a turn-based uh, particle strategy. Strategy, I should say. Um, I mean, I don't know. It's pirates. Does anyone care? Yeah. I don't know. There's, mm. I suppose there are some good pirate games out there, but um, name one. Well, I can't say if it's good or not. I've never played it, but Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves, yeah. You can't say it if you haven't played it. Right? I mean, that that. No, I can say. That, it. That, that, no, I just don't know if it's true. <laughs> Dad, <laughs> dad, a big dad. a lot of people that, jumped okay. on that. It's if he was was a good player. Yeah, yeah. But there's, yeah, okay. I'm not gonna carry on. Um, <laughs> and then on the 24th of January, you got Forspoken, magical parkour adventure. Um, basically, um, it uh, does. It looks okay. So it looks like it could be worth worth a, worth a go. This is really. Really starting to get um, it's from Luminous Productions, Square no. Enix. <laughs> um, exploration are it's an RPG park off a female protagonist. Yeah, it looks it looks like it could be fun, it looks like it could be good, but um, currently pre pre purchase for on that at the moment is $64.99. So maybe give that a little bit, um, maybe give that a little bit of a miss on the price at least. If it comes out on Game Pass, great, but um, yeah, yeah the price wise. I know prices were yeah, supposed to be going the new up. prices. Yeah, I know its prices were going yeah. up. But CAC five pound for something that's already been that we've already got. You know. <laughs> yeah, I hate um, it. It's outrageous. Twenty fourth again on the same day. You got Samurai Fantasy deck builder. Um, Moho Moko Moko deck Shin? builder. What is Moko that Shin? card game? Uh, card game what, what are you? Turn based tacticals tactics strategy turn based magic. Um, no? It looks. I don't know. Are you still on January? Yes, yeah. January twenty fourth. Um, yeah, or, yeah, just click on them and then it takes you straight to the. Yeah, st- I'm not seeing what you're pack. seeing. Oh my days! <laughs> Someone I'm not. Uh, if you keep scrolling down, you should get to a list. <clears throat> yeah, I'm on the list. Is carry on. That's the way. It's oh dear, dear. January. Okay. So Just leave me a Jan- January twelfth, January nineteenth, <laughs> January nineteenth, January twenty fourth, four spoken, January twenty fourth. Um, I can't, I can't pronounce that. I can't, I can't even. Mahokenshi. Mahokenshi. Yeah, there we Mahokenshi. go. Mahokenshi. And no then idea. on dead, uh, dead space remake is on January twenty seventh. I'm pretty sure a lot of people have heard of that. Beth. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what? Say that again. Dead space. You heard of dead space oh, I've heard remake? Of, yeah. yeah. Um. So I was yeah, on the wrong much link. of space horror remake is coming out. I. I never. I said it before. I said it um, when it first got mentioned. Uh, I never got a chance to play it first time round. So uh, this this gives me a chance to actually do it. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and get that one this time round. And yep. 
but yeah, we already would know what Dead Space is about. Don't need to go into too much detail on that one, I guess. Uh, January 31st. Um, how would you pronounce that one? Inkelinati, I believe. Inkelinati, yeah. Medieval Animal Strategy, which is... what Medieval Animal Strategy. I mean, why not? That's... Yeah, it's again, it's another turn-based strategy, medieval PvP. Really? Yeah, game. That's it's, I tell you what, it's an interesting art style. It is yeah. an interesting art style, yeah. and it's played in the, in the style of like you, you're, in a, turning, you're, you're re- in a book. You're inside you're reading a, book. a book. You're reading a book, and the animation comes to life yeah. inside the book. Uh-huh. And it's just yeah, it's kind of kind of weird. Um, That's what books do in my brain. Oh, I just I don't come know. Alive. Watching it come hmm. alive. Not sure about that one. But yeah. also on the thirty first, you've got Warhammer. Um, Sol Arena. Age of Sigma. Yes. Sol Arena is a fun auto battler that takes place in the games of workshops. Oh my god. Amazing age. It's a free to play. That looks nothing like Warhammer should do. It's not dark and dingy for a start. It's all like cutesy in it. Yes, yes. The animation of this is very. And it's. It uh, reminds me of. It reminds me of Hearthstone. Yes. Heath, Heath, how are you say that? Hearthstone. 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 Yeah. Uh, similar. It's a strategy auto battle board game. Yeah, I just, I don't know. To be honest, I wouldn't. I wouldn't can we know. say cash cow? Cash cow. <laughs> yeah. Can we say yeah. cash cow? Um, can you sign cash cow? Okay, so can then. You? Can you sign can cash you? cow too bad? <laughs> <laughs> also on January 2031st is Superfuse. Is a superhero. Oh. Yeah. It's. it's uh, boof. Okay. It's. Oof. Yeah. It's. RPG oh, action online oh. co op uh, dungeon crawler. That looks um, cool. That and looks an cool. Alien threat looms in the new comic book inspired early access action RPG. Take on waves of. Grotesque minions uh, with up to four friends in co-op or go it alone. I don't know if I don't know. I mean, should could be good, could be worth a look. We'll see how we see that um, plays out um, when we get to the end of the month. As uh, not too far away, really. Uh, Super, yes, they're calling it a Diablo-like with uh, moddable abilities. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so that ends that ends January and uh, going into February, February the second, Deliver Us Mars. Now it's the sequel to Deliver Us the Moon. Um, yep. So I, yep. which I actually, which I actually got, and I actually quite enjoyed it. It's quite a good, fun game. Hopefully, this is going to be some, you know, if it's going to be along the same sort of lines as that, this one could be another good, um, good sort of like single player, story rich game. Um. Yeah. It looks. I. I. I played the first one. Playing the first one has given me a bit of a taste for what it's expected. So yeah, I can guess. Um, how this could turn out to be. Uh, yeah, it's you're on Mars instead of the Moon. Pretty much yeah. similar sort of uh, settings, I guess. Frontier Foundry, published by Frontier Foundry. Um. Yeah. Universal Moon is an atmospheric sci-fi adventure taking you on a suspense-fueled high-stakes missions to recover the Ark, Connolly, ships stolen by the mysterious Outward. Um, yeah, it looks good. I think um, 
It's only and pre-purchase now on Steam would be twenty two forty nine. But if you wait until that discount has gone down, it's going to be twenty four ninety nine full price. So yeah, that that one I definitely going to. I've added that to my wish list. That one, my wish mm-hmm. list that is forever increasing. Uh, <laughs> yep. February the third, Dead Island two. Um, <laughs> of course, Dead Island two. Oh, a zombie game. It's a zombie game. Yeah. A new zombie game. I haven't seen one of them in five minutes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I know. What else can you say? It's Dead Island. You're definitely going to see some more. I know. It's, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. If you, you if you're familiar with Dead Island, then obviously it's Dead Island too. What else could be said? Uh, February the tenth. Moving forward to, to February the tenth. Hogwarts Legacy. Uh, Bacon. Yeah. Uh, you will you. be. Uh, did, yeah. Um, did you do the? I, did you? Did I? I, I didn't yet. Okay, that's good. Um, I'm You're still, I still on th- the good side. <sighs> I, I will probably break the good side. So, uh, yeah, I haven't pre-ordered it yet. I possibly will. will because I do want the Dark Arts pack. Um, and the extra 72 hours is always nice to play it before anybody else. <laughs> Although, arguably, if, it's not because you're playing time. it the same as anybody else. Yeah. If I have time, which I oh, probably yeah. won't. <laughs> <laughs> Um, at the moment, uh, the part of the reason that I haven't gone for it yet is because I, I haven't decided which platform to get it on. Oh, I see. Because ah. streaming it from a PC is going to be easier. And also it's easier for if they do screw up something, the modders can fix it. Yeah. Um, the Xbox, obviously, it, it does have more of a feel of an Xbox about it in terms of its gameplay, I think. Um, that kind of just sit back, chill and, you know, controller it. Um, it's just it just means if I do want to stream it, I've either got to do it direct from the Xbox with no, um, like no OBS, no nothing, or I've got to basically rearrange my house to shift the Xbox close to the PC and then hook it up using the capture card. Ah, uh, first world problems. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, yeah. but yeah, so yeah, Hogwarts Legacy basically set kind of like you know Hogwarts or uh, you know Harry Potter era. Not a Harry era, Hogwarts era, uh, but set in the 1800s, so way before um, Ari, and way Ari. before Ari's, Ari's dad and all Ari. that. Yeah. All Ari. Yeah, so you, you, you kind of, it's, it's a kind of a, you know, you choose your, it's an RPG, so you choose your character, you can choose your traits. Um, it looks like there is going to be a, an element of, of um, your decisions affect the way the story goes. You know, you can potentially choose to be good or evil. Um, and it's magic. So, hey, you know, yeah. you get a stick and you can wave it at people. <laughs> um, and yeah. who doesn't want that? I do that already. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do. That's, 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 that's just your day-to-day life, is it? Just waving yes. sticks at people. <laughs> waving my off. stick waving, at people. Waving your stick at oh, oh, Get God. off my land. <laughs> moving on from that quickly uh, right yeah so yeah I, I don't know yeah it's 60 the 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 standard is 50 quid the pre the uh, deluxe edition is 60 quid um yeah i yeah i don't know yet i'll wait and see so so that pans out um february 10 uh 17th then wild hearts a monster hunting game from ea ea oh, good it's god game. it's in the game it is indeed uh yeah. Yeah, I does this even there's no game trailer for this, so I can't really call it out. There's a little bit of a gif, oh. that's all I can see. A I gif. 
Oh, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> very good. Very good. Okay. That's how I want to see my games in a GIF. Yeah. Just so you know, if you hit watch trailer, it's very loud. That's scheduled. Okay, so I'm, okay. I, I won't <laughs> I do not, that. I'm not going to give them the... I'm not going to give them the airplay for that. It's a, no, it's a mean, Monster it, Hunter-esque type game. So if you're it does, familiar, it, it looks much, interesting, but again, you're not really seeing any actual gameplay. No, you're not. So with that, mm, it's kind no. of... I don't really know what's going on. Well, so. <clears throat> if, if anyone's idea. familiar with Monster Hunter games, then they're pretty much... That, that's where I'm... That's where it seems to be taking me, at least. Yeah. On, you hunt on, monsters. That's about it. You hunt monsters. <laughs> that's it. Cool. So, uh, Atomic Heart sci-fi so, uh, Soviet shooter oh, is yeah, on the I'm, 20, I'm about that. 21st of Feb that comes out. Focus Entertainment, uh, published by Focus. It's an FPS action shooter. Um, it's a in a mad and sublime utopian world. Take part in an explosive encounters. Adapt your uh, fi- fighting style to each opponent. Use your environment and upgrade your equipment to fulfill your missions. If you want to reach the truth, you'll have to play. You'll have to pay in blood. That is the description of the game. And there are free, on Steam at least, there are free pre-purchase prices. Mm-hmm. 54 oh, 99.99 and 89.99 for your premium. I don't know what you get for the premium. Bargain. Uh, just saying, it will be on Xbox Game Pass. So if you have the Game Pass, you're about to play it for um, nothing. Thank you. Ten ninety nine. You're welcome. Thank you for that. That was um, information oh. I would have missed. Thank you. Um, much appreciated. Yeah, it, it looks you're good. Welcome. It looks like it could be good. It's very much sort of. Uh, I oh. doubt I'll be playing that. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It looks like it, it's, it could be it's good. got kind of a Half Life vibe to it. Yeah. Like Half- a modern day Half Life, in terms of its like that kind of style of you know, kind of like like you say like dystopian buildings, but then you've got weird monsters. Yeah, so. yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll be way too many jump scares in that for me. <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm a wuss. Yes, we know. Wow. <laughs> oh, it's bacon. Oh, that'd, that'd be fighting talk. That be it is oh. fighting talk. Don't what? you start. <laughs> Falling, Bring falling it, off, pizza. Falling off buildings, huh? I was testing the gravity. <laughs> uh, <laughs> moving on, moving on, moving on. Uh, February 21st, Like a Dragon. Um, yeah, so this is an like action a adventure. February 21st. Touched for the very first time. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sorry. Action adventure, action beat em up. Um, I don't know. It's Japanese set, so yes. Yeah, it's all a Japanese fighting game, isn't it? So it's sort of get your get your sure. get your samurais out, get your get your sumo out, get your, yeah, mm. become a samurai legend. Um, yeah, yeah. Just go around, kit like. Um, oh, and he's got a gun this time as well. He's actually there's actually someone with a, an actual gun. I didn't think they had pistols in those times, but there you go. Is it just me or is it the the combat like? The, the combat screenshots I'm seeing seem almost like they would be a, a mobile game. Yeah. It doesn't feel it doesn't like it should feel like a PC game. No, I, I, you feel like it should be. I mean, 
Mm. Looking at looking at this, it doesn't feel like it would be fun to play. It, uh, it I does. Can't it does. It. Yeah. I yeah. I don't feel like it would be personally. That's yeah. not really. That's not for me. That's not for me. Twenty uh, third of February, Company of Heroes three. Um, of so obviously, Company of Heroes suggests it is World War Two. Um, it's a uh, RTS PvP war game strategy. Bigger than better than ever, Company of Three combines heart-pounding combat with deeper strategic, strategic uh, choices in a stunning Mediterranean um, theatre of war in a Company of Heroes 3. Every battle tells a story. What's yours? Uh, again, it's, this has got two pre-purchase um, prices. $49.99 or $69.99. Nice. $69.99. Uh, that's your. <clears throat> you can join the com- if you're on stream now. You can join the company of heroes place test. Um, quest access. Okay, sure. Let's do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. So I. I just. Yeah. There we go. If I get. If I get in, I'll let you know what it's like. Uh. Right. Yes. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. It, it could be good. Could be fun. I don't know. Why. When was the last um, World War <laughs> World War Two game we had? Um, that was any good? That was any good? Um, uh, I, I can't really. No, I can't really think. think. So you've just spoiled it now with having to say if it was any good. Uh, I don't I know. Don't remember? I don't. I don't know. I'm just. Uh, I'm not sure. No, uh, I, I actually don't remember. I got so bored of because a lot of the time it was like Call of Duty. Type yeah, thing, well, that's so what I'm saying. Out. Without yeah. it being Call of Duty, has there actually been? A World War Two game that's been really good. I uh, it's an RTS. It could be it Sniper could be, Elite, maybe. One of maybe, the Sniper Elites maybe. must have been World War Two. Yeah, they're all set in World War Two. Yeah, so Just there you go. Different locations. You're right. Yeah, I am. Could in that I? case, Sniper Elite Five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Not from the last mission. <laughs> that, yeah. That's just erase that from the cut. Um, that just goes without saying now, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. The last mission didn't exist. Yeah, what mission? <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, also on February 23rd is Blood Ball 3. So it's no, the third. Blood oh, Ball. Another Blood Ball. Brutal, crazy, ball. tactical. Uh, this is a Blood Ball. <laughs> blood Ball. <laughs> I'm sorry. Ball. Yes, ball. Blood Ball. I played the original. That was the only Blood Ball I've ever played. I played the original way back. Uh, it was really good fun. To be honest, is it just um, this is just the third incarnation of it, and it's like, is it and is it is it going to be the samey samey, or have they increased it in any way? I have no idea, to be honest. Um, it, it's, I mean, it's 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 the same thing. It's in in the sense that it's like, like you say, like it's this fantasy football game with goblins and stuff like that, and it's, yeah. you basically take people's heads off, and it's funny. Um, I don't know how I don't know if it's got much longevity in it. Yeah. Um, I don't remember playing the original Blood Bowl for that long before I was just like, eh, done now. Done now, yeah. Uh, okay. Well, let's move on. Uh, this could this is one of my interest, Beth, I think, more than anything, um, because of the horror aspect of it. February 23rd also sees Sons of the Forest, which is obviously the uh, sequel to The Forest, a game that we played quite a lot of with um, a lot of our uh, community. Um, mostly like uh, with uh, Freddy and obviously Expanse. Um, yeah. We played the forest quite a lot. We so did. We, we got we got some good play, good games in that. 
But yeah, okay. Sons of the Forest obviously sets off from, you know, continues on from the from the from the forest from the last game, and uh, yeah, it's basically open world survival multiplayer, uh, sorry, survival horror. Like I said, it's, you've played the first one. This is the second one. I don't know what's yep. going to be any different. I mean, graphically, they've just, just improved on it. Um, I don't. I don't know either. I just know it's it's going to be similar, but I don't similar, know yeah. what they're going to change I mean, or like what it's going to be like. So different weapons, I, I guess. Oh yeah, probably different um, weapons, enemy types, enemy types, locations. I guess yeah. Looking at the trailer for this, like the enemy types seem similar but somewhat different. And there's a little bit more creepier. I mean, there's there's bodies which well, when there's naked people chasing after you, it gets scary. It is scary, yeah. Yeah, it, is, kind of. it depends yeah. on the naked people. Yeah. Well, well, they want to eat you, so I don't know. Again, it depends on the naked people. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it does look like it's going to be very samey as like before, just slightly different with the enemy types. Um, yeah. I think it's taken from the perspective of the sun. I mean, because it's sons of the forest, so I, I, I don't actually fully know that hundred percent. But yeah, it might suggest that if you've ever played the first game, you might know where I was yeah. leading to. I was, I was sort of just realised I was might be spoiling it, so I stopped talking. <laughs> yeah, I kind yeah. of talked my way out of. Anyway, Kerb, speaking of sequels, on the 24th of Feb, uh, the, the Kerbal Space Program 2. Now, if you've got Epic, you can get the first one free. Currently at the, the moment. The first one is awesome. Um, so the Kerbal just, Space Program is... I'm double-checking it's still free. I think... Well, it doesn't until, matter because people will be listening to it. Yeah. True. I'm going to tell you when it's it, it should be. free, how long it's free for. Yeah. And if it's not, you just cut this out. Sure. <laughs> um, but yes, so, Kerbal Space Program 2 comes out. Oh, it's 12th of January. In early access, it will be, it's described as a phys- <laughs> physics uh, disaster. Um, yes, basically, again, it's a sequel, so it's the same type, but I guess there's probably more to do in this one. Yeah, there's there's a lot more to do with this one. I think, I think with this one, you get to... You get set up colonies, which I don't think you did on the first. Yeah, yeah, Is that right. So yeah, the, the, well, they're classic as the next generation of, of of space adventure. So yeah, new parts, um, new UI, everything else, uh, different environments to explore. I really enjoy the first one. I think I've got it on uh, Xbox. Yeah, uh, and yeah, it's it's good fun. Well, having like uh, actually, having, it might be on Steam. Having just having just uh, mentioned like the the um, Steam. The first one being free, I've got it as a result of that. So I've yet to play it, but I'll give it a go at some point. It's fun. It can be frustrating because it is, you know, the, the physics are very realistic, uh, but you can get some very interesting um, and unexpected results from putting different parts together. I've seen gameplay of it, but I've never experienced it. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it is enjoyable, but it, it, you do need to use your brain quite a bit if you actually want to play it with any kind of seriousness. That's or you can just go in and just <laughs> you can just go in and slam different things together and then light Hope it. For the best. Oh, for the best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so February twenty eighth, Destiny two, Lightfall. So that's more DLC just for your Destiny two. Um, 
So if you don't know yep. what Destiny 2 is by now, and then where have you you've been living on a rock for some time, I guess? Because <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I think Destiny yeah. 2 has been around for since I don't know when. Around <laughs> for a couple of years. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, this this drops on the twenty twenty eighth of Feb. Yeah, I'll probably be getting that to be honest. Uh, obviously, it's developed and published by Bungie. It's it's exactly what it says on the tin. Really, it's Destiny. Maybe yeah. we but should with a slight. Buy it. Uh, sorry. So maybe we should what? Buy it? I was going to say, maybe we should buy it and then play from there so we're all on the same bit yeah, so we can experience yeah, it a bit better. I mean, the the colour, they've gone for a slightly more cyberpunk uh, look to it by looks of things. It's looking like the colour scheme of it always very much cyberpunk-esque. Um, yes, they have. This this time round, so... Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I'll, I'll get it if people are going to be playing, sticking around with it, but I don't want to just get it and then play it once and then that's it. Do you know right. what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. I, I need I need longevity on these sort of things. I need to be able to come back to it. Yeah, I don't want to spend what forty pound. I mean, it's forty pound for a DLC. Wow. Um, and it's or seven or eighty pound for the annual for you get the des- you get that plus annual pass. Okay, maybe not then. Which is where I'm. <laughs> yeah. That's expensive for some DLC. Um, this gets very positive reviews already. It's does. It's not even out. I mean, the game is which is kind of weird. The last, <laughs> the last thing that they they dropped got mixed reviews or negative, or mostly negative reviews. So, like, what was that on Witch Queen? Yeah. See, from what I've played of that so far, I enjoyed it. I, I suppose it's. Down to the I'm not a hardcore Destiny Two fan, so maybe that's. Yeah, that's. I think that's probably why that is then. Uh, also on the 28th, Scars Above. It's a, uh, it's a, it's a horror. I think female protagonist, sci-fi action adventure. Uh, Scars Above is a challenging sci-fi third-person action adventure shooter, combining the rewarding feel of overcoming difficulty with a compelling and uh, what in, in, inter- integrate <sighs> story. I can't, I can't read. Sorry, saying <laughs> the mysterious alien world to explore. I, I I tripped over a word. Yes. Um, but yeah. Anyway, it's very like dead space. There is. So, I mean that 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 lead character looks a lot like the current Lara Croft. It, yes, I was going to say it's very very sort of Lara Croft. I, I'm that's, sure I've seen the trailer. Lara Croft does monsters. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't, I don't put those words together, Bacon. Please, <laughs> <laughs> just don't do that. Okay. Yeah, basically, I that's mean, not it, what I meant. This could... I know, but you know, from Mad Mad Head Game know, Prime know. Prime Matter, published by Prime Matter, uh, it could be a, could be a, a look at it when it comes out, I suppose. And mm. uh, according to this game list at the moment. February question mark. We don't know when, but Redemption Re- Reapers is dark fantasy tactics. Um, descending okay. suddenly into the world of the. I, I can't be bothered to read it now. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, oh, wow. We're, we're really interested. Um, so I just, I've just I realized that, uh, that Prime Matter are the same guys that did um, System Shock. Oh, okay. Oh. Oh, same, publisher. same publisher anyway yeah yeah okay. uh, I don't know looking at the look at that gameplay of this oh, it's like a sort of oh, top down isn't it almost oh sorry yeah. you're, you're top. bacon you confused me why did I confuse you 
you're talking about the other game, but yes. but Steve is talking about the uh, another game. So it confused me. Oh. Uh, yeah. It's easy to I do, mean, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> there's no there's no planned sort of like date uh real date yet and no pricing yet on this one. So we don't know. It might get pushed to uh March, but anyway. I think what looking at the time, should we cover March and April and that's it? We've only got a few more, so not too many to go through. Um, so moving on to March the 1st the day before is an open world zombie survival again it's an MMO yeah that's the one that I mentioned in the news isn't it yeah that's what that's what you've already mentioned so we already know about that um, then you've got again remastered uh, this is Last of Us Part 1 which is on March the 3rd again it's another remastered version of what we've already got we already know about Last of Us we don't need to go into that into too many details because it's been said before March the 9th Skull and Bones which is a Ubisoft uh, yeah I was just saying about Skull and Bones I tried clicking onto the link but it doesn't work so I can't really um, I've got it loaded it looks I again there's just it? it's a like a what is it cinematic it's, it's, it's it sounds not. like it Skull and Bones it's, it's just, pirate, a, just a pirate, pirate thing yeah it's, a, it's another so but it's a sec, second pirate uh, game on the list tonight um, after Saying that there wasn't many pirate games out there, and then we get two for two in one night. Just like buses, wow. just like buses. Yeah, uh, March seventeenth. This one's going to be a bit more um, up there with like games to get. I would say Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Obviously, um, it's a sequel, another sequel again to uh, Star Wars: Fallen Order. Um, you know, Cal's back this time with his uh, um, with his lightsaber. And uh, yeah, basically, if you've played the first one, you'll kind of know already where this is going. It's from, developed by Respawn, published by Electronic Arts. And again, you know, Cal, uh, is it Kestis? Kestis? Is that how you pronounce his name? Uh, Continues his Star Wars Jedi Survivor, a galaxy-spanning third-person action adventure. Um, The first one was good. Um, I haven't finished it yet. No, I haven't. I mean, I... I'm only about two hours in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think with the problem with the first one is that you did repeat a lot of areas. You had to keep yeah. going back. Um, which... I just, I just want to fight Darth Vader. Yeah. Um, is that a spoiler? Sorry. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Okay. No, but we we knew about this one. I think we might have mentioned it briefly before. From the Game Awards, right? From the Game Awards, yeah. So we already knew yeah. this one was coming out. So yeah, seventeenth of March. You can pre-purchase it now for sixty pound or eighty pound, depending on if you want the deluxe edition. And that is um just the Steam prices that were given out. Um, and then March twenty fourth, moving that's a bit of a gap there between seventeenth to the twenty fourth. But Resident Evil Four remake again. It's another Resident Evil re- um, remake. I don't need to go to too much details. Um, it continues Leon's story from like. Uh, all of the Resident games up to that point. Uh, people who are familiar with it will know it's obviously set in the uh, world of, you know, Raccoon City and, you know, I don't think that's actually set in Raccoon City. I think I'm wrong. Uh, but um, yeah. uh, you're from anyone who's familiar with Resident Evil knows what I'm talking about. Um, yeah. It's been out there for long enough. So I'm not going to go, I'm not going to, 
dive too much into that because we already know what it's about. March 28th, Crime Boss Rocky City is a... I'm curious about this, but I don't know how person? promising it is. Because oh. Uh, it's like a first, it's like, it's, it's basically like uh, wait GTA a minute. first person. Yeah, isn't this, isn't it got is that like, Chuck Norris? Yeah, I, I, it is. Um, it is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it's Chuck Norris and it's. Um, Chuck Norris. Oh, what's that actor's name? Is it, um, I want to say Michael something. Michael? No, that's not Michael. It's Michael Madsen. Michael Madsen. There we go. Oh, uh, yeah. I like him. From um, Michael Rocker, it? Kim Bassinger. Yeah, yeah. There's... Danny Glover. Yeah. Why are, you called, yeah. Why are you looking at that? And Damon Poitier. <laughs> yeah. Danny yeah, Cheshire and Vin- Vanilla Rice as well. <laughs> yeah, it is. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah. Wow. You know, it is Michael Madsen. You know Madsen. what? Danny yeah, Trigg. Trago, Trago, is that your banana? Vanilla Ice. <laughs> Good God, yeah. I just, as I read it, it's sort of like even. <laughs> Seen him since the Turtles movie. Good <laughs> God. Um, Chuck Norris. <laughs> just the, I'd like, it's the it's idea that. It's an interesting cast of people. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It is. It is a very interesting cast. Mm. Um, but yeah, if you want to be a crime boss in. Uh, Roque City. Um, oh. Sure. Come in. I might get uh, that. That's, that's <laughs> to be honest. Yes, going to be, um, the base game is about what, 20, oh, they're, they're saying twenty seven ninety nine could be thirty four ninety nine depending on where you're buying it. But this is from Epic Store. Um, mm. that, I think that's going to be firstly available on that. Uh, then we got April. April the 4th. Meet your maker. Your marker. Um, yeah. It reminds uh, me. Post apocalyptic. Like yeah, yeah. It's a co-op. It's a base building strategy yeah. game. Yeah. I, yeah, it is basically Rust, isn't it? Create your characters yeah. and collect all your resources. Build your base. Kill your your enemies. I guess it's PvP, right? Mm. Probably. Yeah. yeah. It looks. Yeah, I mean it's it's rust. It's rust set in the future on a plan on an alien planet somewhere. Uh, no price given as to what it costs, but I'm going around the sort of forty nine pound mark just because prices will increase anyway. Uh, so there's that. Then there's Arthur. Uh, image, colorful, dreamlike. Uh. Metrovenius, uh, side scroller. Exp- uh, yeah, it's a side scroller. Metrovania with yeah, looks quite nice to be fair. It looks good. Um, again, it's sort of ten to a penny on these on these games, though. Pretty much. Um, so yeah, if you've played one, you've played them all. But I suppose it's all down to uh, what this game can offer. That's different. This isn't pixelated <laughs> as much as like some of the others. I mean, mm-hmm. some of those pixelated ones that are actually quite fun to play. Blasphemous was a good game. Again, Metrovania. Um, there's no price on this just yet, but um, yeah, could be worth could be worth a little 
dive. If it was two, depending on the price, because there isn't a price given at the moment, but depends on the price, it might just be worth like a little sort of jump in, jump out. But I don't mind playing some of these side scrollers. Mm -hmm. But again, again, once you've played one, you kind of play them all. <laughs> so, um, okay. So what else we've got? Roots of Patcher, April twenty fifth as well. Basically, Stardew Valley with rocks. Yes, <laughs> and you can ride an ostrich. <laughs> okay, I I like that. <clears throat> oh, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, it looks. Is it co op? Uh, not. Yes, it yes. is. Oh. It co op with friends. Um, it's pixel pixel graphics, farming sim, life cool. sim, RPG. Uh, from Soda Den developers. Uh, oh, I can already see. The resemblance to um, Stardew. Like Star some of the animations are the same. It is yeah. Stardew. I'm also confused as to how a woolly mammoth is the same size as the character. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it, it is pretty much like know. when. Yeah, there's that prehistoric sort of like look to it instead of like the Stardew Valley was more sort of modern. This is more sort of like way back when. Hmm. Yeah. Fun, cutesy kind of game. Again, this one still doesn't doesn't actually have a price attached to it just yet. But again, if it's any more than sort of twenty quid, I wouldn't expect I wouldn't expect it to be that much more than that. Um, yeah. And then we've got there's no well, it's question marks. We don't know the last couple of games that I'm going to announce. There's no actual dates of these yet. But you got Mask of the Rose. Um. Oh, this could be interesting. It's a visual novel dating sim. Oh, it's a dating sim now, and that's popular. Uh, <laughs> a slash yeah. murder mystery. Ooh. Oh, dun dun dun. Dun who? It's a new done. Well, who done it? Who done it? Uh, the butler, obviously. <laughs> yeah. With a candlestick. With the candlestick. In, In the, the kitchen. kitchen. In the kitchen. <laughs> wow. Wow. We We're both on. witnessed it. Yeah, we <laughs> did. We did. And to finish off on April, um, Star Trek. There's a Star Trek game coming out. I there is. Okay. No. With absolutely no gameplay footage whatsoever. No, no gameplay footage. There's nothing. There's just a picture. So Star Trek Resurgence. Um, oh, there's some pictures of... Um, well, these pictures. <laughs> it's... And it's... Oh! Enterprise. Oh! No, wait. Okay, so look on right. the first screen. <laughs> Look on the first screen, right? Yeah. The Star Trek Resurgence. Yeah. And click on the second one. Yeah. Look at those graphics. This is... Like I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm sold. <laughs> it looks like a mobile game. It, yes. Well... It the, does not look... <laughs> most of the Star Trek games have basically been mobile games. Oh, um, yeah. It but looks like it. Look like it would be just available on Epic Store. That's where we're getting the source from, at least. Um, yep. it's an I'm, interactive narrative video game okay I'm hmm. going to mention because it's only one in May the 26th so there's a bit of a gap but um, Suicide Squad Suicide Squad killed the <laughs> Justice League um, from Rocksteady Studios and Warner Brothers Games it's an online co-op action superhero PvE shooter uh, jump into the Suicide Squad killed the Justice League um the general defined action adventure third person shooter in development from Rocksteady Studios creators of the critically acclaimed Batman Arkham series. And of course, 
Um, this is Kevin Conroy's final acting job. So it is kill the Justice League, which means that you probably have to face him at some point. But um, yeah, I don't think you'll kill him. To be honest, um, but it is basically the Suicide Squad as told from the recent Suicide Squad, isn't it? Yeah, with Croc. Um, yeah, 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 and you got Harley Quinn, obviously. Uh, yeah, and there's uh, is it Boomerang? I think I can't remember the characters' names, but yeah, it looks like it could be okay. I said this at the at start of um, when we first looked at it on the um, Gaming World Awards. I'll, I don't think it'll do very well. I don't think, I think it would, if anything, I think it would fall alongside, say, Gotham Knights when it's an okay sort of co-op game. Yeah, Gotham Knights, the Avengers. Yeah, and, those um, sort of games, they never really do yeah. too well. I think no. super, yeah, superhero games never really do too well. But I would only get it just if I wanted to get a bit of nostalgia with, you know, Batman, Kevin Conroy. That's the only yeah. reason I would probably yeah. look into this. Um, just because. And it's Rockstar. Yeah. It's got the same kind of combat style. Similar, at least. Yeah. yeah. Some characters have guns, some don't. Mm -hmm. you know, each have their own unique abilities. That's what I'm guessing. That's what I'm taking from this trailer. There's only um, four left that we know of. Is there? Yeah. Should we read them off? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, June the yeah. 1st, Street Fighter 6. Street Fighter 6. Yeah, okay. So this is basically... It's Street Fighter. Street Fighter. Um, and, I mean, Free, Free D is probably up for that one because I know he likes his fighting games. Oh, yeah. In fact, um, June is going to be suited for Free D because of Diablo 4. So yeah. Will Cup finally gets his release date, uh, Diablo 4. Um, I think if we... I think it already has a pre-order on Blizzard Store already. So for those who are familiar, yeah, pre-purchase is now is already available for that. Um, I, I can't remember the, the pricing. Uh, I think it did say on the on the Blizzard Store, but it'll be um, around. I'll check. For, I'll check for you. I'm not entirely sure, but yeah. Then we got August. There's no actual date for this one. Uh, was it Baldur's Gate Three? Mm -hmm. um, for the standard edition of Diablo, it's um, uh, $59.99. Yeah. yeah. And then Digital Deluxe Edition, $79.99. And Ultimate Edition, $89.99. Yeah, cool. I, th yeah. I thought it would be around about that, but yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, Baldur's Gate 3. Again, never sequels, but it's due for release uh, on the. Well, it's. See, now. August. That's all we know. Where it says August on the website, but when I go into Steam, it's saying October 2020, but then I guess oh. there's the... 2020? <laughs> I know. I don't know why it's oh, taking dear. me there. And it says... Hmm. Hmm. They, they have... That's kind of a... I'm not sure exactly what's happened there. Like, so Borders Gate on the website... Um, says August Is that 2023. actually Borders... Yeah, if okay, you click on, if know. you click on yeah, the, I know, yeah, yeah, I clicked on it and yeah, and, and then it's now it's open up to sixth of October, twenty twenty. Oh. Um, it's the same, same game, but um, and there might be there must be some kind of a error. I guess they just haven't updated it. No, they haven't updated. So just that then takes us on to the only other thing that we've got on this list is December, uh, Stalker Two, Heart of Chernobyl. 
Shinobi. Yeah. Stalker 2. Um, Part of Chernobyl. Chernobyl. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there is three prices for this. Um, you've got your basic basic game will be $49.99. You've got your uh, deluxe edition at $64.99 or your ultimate edition and this is $94.99. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. You, uh, Whoa. You could buy three games for that price. <clears throat> Seriously. Uh, oh. Discover the vast Shinobu extension zone uh, exclusion zone full of dangerous enemies. Dangerous enemies, deadly anomalies, and powerful artifacts. Yeah, mm. I mean, you know, it's an open world FPS post-apocalyptic survival game. Your standard yep. sort of post-apocalyptic game, really. Yeah, that, that old chestnut. That old chestnut. <laughs> that old chestnut. Because if you didn't kind of get it from the first game, you got it in the second game or any other game or just prior to the release of this one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's basically it for this year's up and coming releases. That um, we know of anyway, in terms of dates. That there are, yeah. There are a lot more that are showing yeah. as, as TBAs. Yeah. Um, more will be announced as the year goes on. Unfortunately, uh, I've spotted a travesty amongst them. You did? Uh-oh. Yeah. They're remaking Flashback. Oh. They're remaking Flashback. What? Yeah. Flashback 2, a remake of the classic sci-fi side-scroller. Oh, great. Now, for those that haven't played it, Flashback's one of those games that I played, obviously, when it first, when it first came out many years ago. Um, and I've got, you know, it, it's one of those games that I absolutely loved. And having seen just the screenshots of Flashback 2, it makes me want to claw my eyes out. Wow. <laughs> um, That's not good. It just, it, it looks very disjointed. Uh, I mean, obviously, like I say, you know, you can only see so much from screenshots, but I'm I'm not hopeful. Mm. Uh, stop remaking stuff, people. <laughs> they will never stop remaking stuff. Never. No, no you're probably right. Yeah. People want to play, like, bring it to a newer audience. Yeah. Without taking in consideration yeah, yeah. of the older players. Then like just let, let them play the OGs. original. But just that's too outdated. The original. That's too outdated for them. Well, thing is, I don't get that though, because if if they're going to say, "Oh, the graphics are too outdated," well, just look at a lot of the stuff that's coming out at the moment that's using pixel art. That's true, but it's... then what demographic is that aimed to? Well, anybody really, if you think about it, there's all sorts of games that are coming out. You know, like, look at the amount of people that and the different genre, uh, different genres, the different um, age gap of people that play like things like Stardew. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I always see the, I always see why people want to me- want to remake older games when perhaps it's because they couldn't do any better at the time because they were hampered by what you know the technology that was available, and they look at it and they go, "This could be so much better if it was like this." I, I kind of get the reasoning behind it. Yeah. I just wish they wouldn't do it to the games that I loved playing when I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> uh... But hey, I'm old. Whatever. <laughs> okay. So with the that said, then I think we um should we uh go on to best joke of the week? Uh, sure. Right. Okay. Um. So yeah. Let's uh as always. Uh. Just before we do sign off, 
we like to have uh, Beth's joke of the week. And uh, so, are you going back to your original, your the OG book now? Yeah, um, unless you want more Christmas jokes. It's up to you, Beth. I've lost it. Oh, fair enough. I can't. Really. Oh, okay, then we'll just go with whatever you've got available. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, let's do Beth's joke of the week, and then we'll just uh, round up by signing off with socials. So yeah, Beth, um, uh, when you're ready. Um, okay. So uh, I like to tell a joke from my really funny, stupid joke book every week because I think it's fun. Um, so I'm just gonna uh, flip to a random page in the book, like. Okay, uh, okay, so let's see. Bacon? Hello. Uh, hang on. Okay, uh, pick a number between one and five, please. I will pick five. Okay. That <laughs> <laughs> doesn't sound promising. <laughs> uh, okay. What is a dimple? A pimple going the wrong way. Thank you. God. There's, there's your um. There, we ain't got the tumbleweed, but we did get in. I got a wind. There's a wind sound. So yeah, you <laughs> might have heard. Yeah, I didn't hear it, but I hear it when I listen you're, to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> depending on how good it was, but I also got a crouch here and a, and a, a boo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a boo. Yeah, I could, have, I could have booed you as well. <laughs> That's <laughs> for next to. time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes but uh, yeah body. thank you very much Beth uh, for that and uh, <laughs> I'm glad yeah <laughs> me, too. me too I'm glad as well I'm glad I'm yeah glad. That, that's that, that ended <laughs> um, anyway thanks yeah thank you both for being in this week um, oh, uh, yeah, hopefully we're going to get Freddy in next week, uh, so we can have like the four of us <laughs> finally. Yes, it's been it's been some time since four of us have actually been on. Unfortunately, just how you know life gets in the way of things, and uh, obviously recently it's been Christmas, so we there's always that two week gap anyway where not everyone can make it in. Um, uh, but yeah, hopefully we're we're going to get four of us in next Saturday, um, for the live the live show. Or the pre or the, the recording of the live show, I should say. Uh but yeah, that's it. That's that's us done for this week. Uh thank you very much to uh to Bacon for being here. Thank you very much for Bacon. And of course, thank you very much, Beth, for coming in. Although you just missing the start, but you came in you did get in eventually. Um okay. so I'm gonna ask the I'm gonna ask the question and uh No, don't I'm, ask me. <laughs> so yeah, I think you okay. Bacon, <laughs> are you going to are you going to be able to stream this any between now and next Saturday? Are you streaming at all? Are you being serious? Okay. Um, well, I mean, well, considering I just... uh, considering I was off for the past like two weeks and I meant to stream and I managed a grand total of one stream. Yeah. Um, That's better it's... than me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I said I was going to stream. Oh, that's true. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, I I've got a busy day tomorrow. I might try and put a sneaky stream in but it's it's unlikely i do want to try and get something sorted out so that i can stream more regularly because yeah. i do enjoy it um it's yeah it's just sorting my sorting my life out basically <laughs> first yeah so who knows no, watch fine. this space watch this space right no yeah i get it 
why you know you can't always do it. Uh, I would like to see a uh, strange horticultural uh, horticultural. Hmm? Yeah, mispronounced that. Strange horticulture. Yeah. Well, I, I still have, I still have been... like stuff to do, so I might I might try and like I said fit in a sneaky stream tomorrow. Yeah. But, um, obviously, you won't get it from the start, but no, 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 no. But um, if you can get, yeah. That that would be uh, well, not to sort of like you know, just sort of pushing you a little bit in one direction. So well, if I do it, push, it, yeah. it, it's either going to be like kind of morning, probably later morning, or it's going to be later evening. So more likely mm, yeah. than not, late morning. I'm going to yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, well, we'll look out for that one anyway. But you can find all of our. Um, Beth, I know you said you won't, but I'm going to give you a channel or a mention at least. Okay. All right. So yeah, you can find all of us over on. Well, I say all of us. Um, well, most of us will stream on Twitch.tv forward slash Funny Bits Boy B O I, or Twitch.tv forward slash Bacon Sunny, or Twitch.tv when she does stream Twitch.tv forward slash Pizza Beth, and the Freddy Show is over on YouTube.com forward slash at the Freddy Show. Um. So yeah, when He's well enough to to stream. That's where you'll find um, find us on any of those platforms. We also have <clears throat> we also have our uh, Twitter. So if you want to talk to us at any time, send us a little message. If you want to be part of the Birds and Pieces podcast, of course you can. Um, just message any of us. So it's, uh, Pizza Beth One, uh, B Sarney, or the Freddy Show, or uh, Funny Bits B over on Twitters. That's where you can find us. There, uh, I will be streaming again on. I normally stream Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. I have a week off, so I'm probably doing extra. Uh, and I, I haven't, I never got a chance to ask, but I might get a chance to ask. I don't know if normally our different uh, uh, Weird Jelly Ogre does a DD, and I'm not sure I might be able to join because he does a drop in, drop out session. So I might okay. be able to join out on tomorrow night. So I will be doing a late stream if I can, maybe tomorrow night. Um, but yeah, I'm hopefully I'm going to be streaming tomorrow. Uh, one of the games now, I've decided, uh, I've now I've got both of those strange uh, horticulture and um, uh, Burrow, um, Hobbs Burrow, I should say. Um, I might do that as well. I'm not sure. But uh, yeah, that'll be sort of afternoon-ish anyway. And then I... I'd be busy in the morning, but uh, I will probably be available all of next week. So there's going to be bonus streams coming from me next week up until obviously the Friday again when we would continue to do my normal schedule of Friday, Saturday, and Sunday again. Ah, anyway, yeah, I'm <laughs> done. I'm <laughs> like, well, uh, that's uh, a sorry, big sigh. Sorry. 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 <sighs> finally let it all. Everything because it's our Everything first, it's our first, our first show of the, it's our first show of the year. It's our first it show, of the, first show of the year. Not, it's been a fairly lengthy one, but that's down to the fact that we went through a lot of the games coming out. Um, so yeah, um, we look forward, and some of them we might even play and stream ourselves. So look out for those in the near future. But that's it. That's all we've got time for in this episode of the Bits and Pieces Podcast. Thank you very much for everyone being here. Thank you very much. If you're watching live at home, thank you very much for watching live. If you are listening now, uh, anytime when you are listening to this, 
Thanks very much for being here. Um, and if you are coming in for the first time and you just stumbled across us and you think, where else can I find you? We're over on iTunes, Spotify, Now Music, uh, SoundCloud, and Audible, as well as um, Amazon Music as well. Yeah, or anywhere that you can find a podcast, that's where you'll find us. So, yeah, thank you very much for everyone being here. Thanks for listening. That's it. We've got... We're done. I feel All like right. I feel like I've said enough. I feel like we should yeah. just end now. <laughs> All right. So thank you very much, guys. Till next time. Bye, bye everyone. Bye bye. Love you. Bye. 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 bye.